2023. How does a theme park kingdom entertainment business ride off a Star Wars experience for more dead spoke out against the governor because he isn't woke yet? Had a judge, lost a judge. Ready for more yet? Imagineering relocating canceled because of all of it. Central Florida tourism, oversight district. Only we had someone to joke about this. Created a show for all of us more bliss. He hasn't told you yet. He hasn't had the chance. He had took the last two months to go to Japan and France. Someone that's got to keep the Disney promise. We all must need Thomas. Thomas! Tom Cordes is coming home. Tom Cordes is coming home. Tom Cordes is coming home. Lord, he's been in Japan for so long. Tokyo showing off Imagineering, perfect is their status quo. It's the rising sun all day and night. No. Gyoza dogs and time with Gelatoni, and I didn't want to go. Then a cruise in time in Paris. Now it's time for news tonight. So what did I miss? What did I miss? I heard some mess about Disney and DeSantis. I've been chilling out with my favorite tiger. Is there anything? It's late, Bob Iger. I traveled the wide, wide world and came back to this. There's a paper on my desk about the governor. Haven't even put my bag down yet. Feels like I've been gone for a century. It says Disney's getting a penitentiary and Disney's being run by the state. Great, and there's a new board been approved. I just got home and I wanted to hear Sonny play you Nork. Singing you Nork, singing you Nork. Looking at the castle now, I can't believe that it's still pink. Ready to face Fort Wilderness, get in nonsense, DVC. Who's waiting for me when I step in the place? Nicholas LeCicero with the switch in his face. He looks up and I respond, what's going on? I don't know, I'm playing Church of the Kingdom. Look, I got the Korok scene. Why is he what? strapped to a rocket? What did I miss, Tom? Rehearsal, obviously. <laughs> You've read WW News today and waited two whole months for this. What did we miss? And now it's time for WW News tonight! <laughs> It's season premiere of WDW News Tonight with Tom Corliss and Nicolo Cicero. Tonight, auto-corrected attractions, the rise and fall of the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, the wonderful world of psychotic comments, the music of Piano Rob, and more. I'm Nicolo Cicero. Now here's your host, Tom Corliss. Hello, I'm Tom Corliss, and I'll be the first convict at Lake Buena Vista Correctional Facility. <laughs> That's the uh, LBVCF, which is, I think, still better than going to UCF, but... Uh, oh, no. Oh, the UCF, the UCF people got, got annoyed. Oh, boy. Anyway. 
Uh, be sure to hit the like button, subscribe, and if you're really enjoying this nonsense, you can leave us a super chat right here on YouTube. Your donations will be used to make bail. <laughs> yep. Nick, we're back. We are back, Tom. We're back. Robert Piano, see Great. <laughs> we're, all, we're all here. Right, Nick? Yeah, I mean, I'm, Tom, I missed this place. I missed you. I missed Aww. our audience. I missed my liquid magic bar. I missed Toast. Toast Man. Oh, I missed the Toast, toast so much. But you know what I missed the most, Tom? What's that? My trusty pod. pod, 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 pod Podium. My, my trusty podium, Tom. That I, uh, yeah, we got right here. Um, I, oh, look at look at this. There's a there's a new podium sliding into place. Oh, it's 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 hmm. taller, Nick. You're gonna be okay. <laughs> okay, we'll see if I. Can you guys see me over this thing? I don't know. The, the uh, old podium smashed into the camera and moved it. So. Hmm. Uh, Ooh, I like Katie's it. just on the ground Look holding pieces of the Let's... old podium so they don't hit the audience. Give Let's... me, no, Katie, give me that. Give me the, give me the front Give me the front one. There you go. Look at this, Tom. No, you keep that. It holds up paper. It holds, yeah, I think that's what these are supposed to do. That's what it used to do before this... Pete got to it. Look at this. This is fantastic. Yeah. What... Ooh, look at that little logo. That's that's the same one that was on this one. Yeah, no wonder why it feels familiar. You didn't notice that was there the whole time. <laughs> no, I don't look at this side. I'm on this side. I only saw that because it fell. Yeah. Wow. I love this. This, this one was great. short. I know. I loved it. It was yeah. perfect for me. We All didn't right. measure you when well. we ordered the new podium. All right, well, leave us alone, little while. I got acquainted with my new podium tonight, Tom. So, can I lean on it? Oh, yeah, nice I hope, and sturdy. I hope that this. side's not hollow. All this right. is nice. I like this. I can get used to this one. Look at that. Look at that. I shake it. It doesn't fall apart. Look at that. It has an actual base. It's really so, good. So it won't just fall over. Looks like it has a trap door down here. I don't know. What? <laughs> what is that? Uh, all the specifications you asked for. What's <laughs> a storage yeah. down here? This is fantastic. There's a hatch to the basement. It's like the cargo <laughs> pants of podiums. Love the it. cargo pants, cargo <laughs> pants of podiums. Look at this. This is fantastic. God. And I'm I'm good tonight. This is great. Thanks for the present, Tom. I appreciate it. Well, we expect you to be good tonight. There's only two. There's two shows a year. Yeah. Where Nick shows up and he's ready to go and yeah. it's. The, the last show when we go on break and the show when we come back. The rest, uh, yeah. But, yeah. We're still we're still in litigation over the vacation year ad from the last episode. Yeah. So. Did we get a new sponsor? We did. You have oh, a new one. Good. You have a new one to read tonight. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. There you go. Very good. Look at this. We got our Brady Bunch. The Brady Katie almost died. We got the Brady Bunch. It's all right. She's fine. This our is Brady the Bunch. story of a guy named Brady. Your shirt kind of looks like from far away. It's I know it's. I know it's the doors, but it kind of looks like the Brady Bunch. It does. Yeah. Anyway. Very, very, very relevant. Relevant references on my show. That's all we do is relevant references. Should we do the news? News. I missed that too, Tom. Did you? Yeah. The news. I think we missed the open of the segment. Do we have it? No. Nope, we don't. I miss Jake too. <laughs> Jake. 
I just love that that the one thing missing from the show is the thing that's on every episode. I think I hung out with Jake more during the break than you. I wasn't here. <laughs> I don't feel like I've been home in months. <laughs> Yeah, didn't you oh, listen to like the one? song? Didn't you listen to the opening song? Come on. I, I missed it. I was playing, I was playing Nintendo, in no, case you didn't far. notice. Yeah. He's playing Nintendo. <laughs> How many hours have you played of it now? Uh, about 90. Oh, my God. Oh my and I'm like a Don't you have a job? I'm like maybe 8%. No, I took a hiatus. <laughs> Took a hiatus to play Tears yeah. of the Kingdom. Oh man, it's All a right. big game. Rob, you you're a Nintendo guy. Uh, I I'm a video game guy. Can you play the oh, Zelda man. music, like the puzzle solving? No, thing? I didn't. Oh no, you know, but that one. Now you gave me something to do for all next right. week. I've been doing all Super Mario lately. I'm up yeah. to the second game. Oh, so good. I mean, three has the best music. Oh, now you now you lost me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah. There you go. It's there. It'll okay. come. Nice. By the time Nintendo World's open, we'll have them all. You'll, have, you'll be caught up? Yeah, we'll be caught up. Okay. Cool. Now the news. News. Yeah, look at that. I'm here for Jake. I was only just repeating it so we could remember what segment we were going into five minutes ago. But Jake was ready. Uh, Splash Mountain at Disneyland is now closed forever. Yeah. On closing day, some guests were yelled at for trying to bottle uh, the water from the ride. Guys, just wring out your shoes after you get off. <laughs> Been on the Disneyland one like it's in your clothes. Uh, legendary Imagineer Tony Baxter did, in fact, he actually bottled some himself. He didn't get yelled at. Uh, although, who's going to yell at Tony Baxter other than Mark Davis? But That's a joke for people that know Disney history. They did not get along, <laughs> to be honest. Diana's Bayou Adventure, that was announced today, uh, will feature 17 new original characters. That's one for each year since Imagineers were allowed to make an original attraction in the United States. <laughs> if they've caught up, they caught up now. And all of these will have strobe lights on them as well. <laughs> the, ride, <laughs> the ride will also have dozens of new audio animatronics figures. Yeah, the bad news is that the ones that got cut from Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> Cosmic Rewind explains why the band plays nothing but 80s music. Hooked on a feeling. That's the bee's knees. <laughs> anyway, Adventure. Oh, boy. Moving on. Adventures by Disney is once again offering a once-in-a-lifetime journey aboard a private jet to every Disney theme park in the world. It's probably better than my hot air balloon. Uh, it's priced at just under $115,000. That's roughly 23 voyages on the Halcyon. <laughs> I'm 20 away. Uh, the trip is known as the Disney theme parks around the world, a private jet adventure. And I'm glad the people at Disney who name rides are now naming other things. <laughs> Let's start calling this show, WWE News Tonight, a dumb show adventure. Ready. Stream vacation spans 24 days, six countries, uh, visits to 12 uniquely magical Disney theme parks and Walt Disney Studios Paris, uh, as, well as three, <laughs> as well as three iconic landmarks, the Taj Mahal, the Pyramids of Giza, and the Eiffel Tower. But you also see three less iconic landmarks, those being Pixar Pier, the abandoned primeval world ditch, <laughs> and the iFuel Tower on Cars Road Trip. <laughs> 
Also, there's the bent Eiffel Tower on Soren. <laughs> the all sorts of Eiffel Towers on this, on this very affordable trip. Uh, booking will begin on the following dates for the following groups. On June 10th, uh, members of the Illuminati can book. On June 11th, <laughs> on June 11th Brooke and Robin Lopez. On June 12th, <laughs> Jason like that one. June 12th, Previous Adventures by Disney guests with three or more. It, the list goes on and on. I don't need to read them all. Uh, but then finally, the end, June 19th, uh, the general public. Yeah, I'm joking. The general public cannot afford this and is not, <laughs> is not allowed to sit with these people on this yet. I apologize. The trip includes, this is, this is real, the trip includes 69 meals. Honestly, for that price, I expect to get 69. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's the least, the least you can get. What was that? What did Joe say? No, I have to know. What? Did, what? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to come hit you with this piece of podium. Yeah. <laughs> He's been waiting eight seasons for you to say that. <laughs> I don't even know what season. I thought I was going to say, I have no idea what season number we're on. Either the Spinius yeah. and Ferb, and they I'd keep going. To, that's true. I have to figure out at some point what season number we're on. I don't know. Uh, the trip includes three, a three-day stop at Tokyo Disney Resort, uh, but ends with several more days than that at Walt Disney World. Yeah, what I like about this itinerary is you start with the best maintained park, and then slowly you get to see what the parks would look like after an apocalypse. <laughs> like, oh, small world's so pretty, you come here, it's like, oh, no. Anyway, it looks like the toxic Avenger lives in this small world. Oh, man. Disney has canceled plans to move Walt Disney Imagineering and other California-based employees to Lake Nona in Florida, and that got canceled. Uh, Disney cited business reasons for the change. We all know why it was really canceled. Yeah, they realized how far that was from the parks. It's really it's a, long, it's a long, long drive. That was our local joke of the week. No, it's not the worst joke. Get out of here. Just mad you went to UCF. Anyway, Star Wars. The Star Wars going. Oh, man. The Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser is closing forever at the end of September. Yeah. Ray Skywalker. Uh, with this closure, there will be nothing left that I enjoyed at Walt Disney World except for the Country Bear Jamboree. That's all, <laughs> all I've left. Until they get rid of Frontierland and make them play jazz, you know, then I don't know what I've got. It's going to happen. Uh, yeah, but when bookings reopened for the Galactic Star Cruiser for its last four months of voyages, they immediately sold out at full price. Yeah, proving everyone on the internet right that it was a total failure. <laughs> you know? There you go. Uh, the Harmony and Color Parade debuted at Tokyo Disneyland uh, while we were gone. Uh, and in it, Rapunzel swings from her own hair. Yeah. I can also swing from my own hair as well, but only when I empty the shower drain. <laughs> 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 you know, mm. Rob, Rob went <laughs> uh, we're Italian men, so we understand. You know? I, un I, I understand. <laughs> Bottle of Drano a month. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on the shopping list. Uh, the limited time Walt Disney World annual passholder lounge has opened in the land pavilion at Epcot as part of VIP assholder days. I'm sorry, I read that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I read that wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 
VI, Nick, Nick, why is your podium leaning forward? It's VIP, VI pass holder, VI pass holder days. Amenities include uh, complimentary M&Ms, Zarg nuts, and not having to sit through Awesome Planet to get air conditioning. <laughs> Thank you, Eric, wherever you are for that, for that joke. Epcot has debuted a rainbow photo op for Pride Month. It's very cool. If only there was some sort of rainbow-colored Epcot thing that could be a photo op for such an occasion, like, I don't know, like a tunnel. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> no one knows what that is anymore. I'm the oldest man. The rainbow man. tunnel. The rainbow I'm the tunnel. oldest man on YouTube. <laughs> no one even remembers that. Speaking of Journey to Imagination, it was a ride at Epcot by the way, I don't know if you know that. Uh, Figment and Dreamfinder, uh, a pin of them, was released on Shop Disney this week. Yeah. Uh, now, Disney, we need you to release the actual Dreamfinder from wherever <laughs> he is. Please, please let him out. Let him out. Uh, Gen Con 2023, taking place August 3rd through the 6th in Indianapolis, is forcing fans who already paid for multiple Disney Lorcana card game events to give them up. Yeah, the decision is uh, putting many uh, uh, convention guests in, in a bind since they plan their trip around these events they had booked, and most of the events otherwise are sold out, meaning they would have difficulty finding something else to do at, at this card convention. Yeah. Uh, it's also uh, no coincidence that Gen Con chose May 31st to make the announcement. May 30th was the last day you could cancel with only a $50 fee, by the way. It's all funny because I didn't know Disney managed gaming conventions. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so... This all felt oddly familiar to me. Anyway, anyway, yeah, that's, that's the news. Who brings us the news? This program is brought to you by WIGS, the WDWNT Inner Globe Society. Support WDWNT to get early and exclusive access to content you can't find anywhere else, including exclusive post shows for WDW News Tonight and Park Center, access to our prize wall, a monthly Zoom with Tom, access to our Discord community, early access to our events and much more starting at just $2 per month. For more information, visit patreon.com slash WDWNT or visit WDWNT.com and click the Patreon link. Join Wigs and unlock even more WDWNT. I assume we have some Wigs members here tonight. Thank you. Thank you for being here. One lucky Wigs member is going to take this home. We, we we're not asking. We've, we're during during a commercial break. We're going to put this in someone's car, and, <laughs> and it's all yours. We should sign my podium pieces and give them away. Who would want this? Who wants this? Yeah. People, are, I hope they're joking. They don't really want. If they're serious, we will sign them and I will give them to audience members. Done. Everyone, everyone wants some of Nick's wood. It's over one there. less thing, Lucas. Wow. Oh, 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 oh. What? <laughs> the market value immediately decreased. Anyway, uh, let's see what's happening this week on Disney Plus. What we can watch on the Disney Plus. Greedy screen. I like one of the f one, actually two. I like uh, what's his name from from Dawson's Creek. Two of two of those five people are all right. <laughs> anyway, you can guess who the other Walt Disney. The re the rest are bad. Uh, anyway, I give up. 
Uh, so we were talking about Wigs members earlier. Wigs members have been able to register for our unscrupulous 16 event uh, for a week or so now. And, and we've sold many, many tickets. And actually, some of the meals and stuff are pretty close uh, to full at this point. But for those of you unaware, uh, July 6th through the 9th, uh, we are having an event here in Orlando at Walt Disney World, also here at the studio, uh, to celebrate our 16th birthday and also, and also the 250th episode of News Tonight. The big, yeah, it's a big milestone. Um, and that's going to be a very special show. That is going to be the premiere of our brand new game show, Where in the World is Tom Corliss? Uh, which I assure you, if you thought Price is Right was insane, if you thought it was crazy that Lucas built a, a tiny mountain and we push a person up it, you ain't seen nothing yet. Because um, it's, it's clinically insane what we're doing for that. That's why I said, Rob, Rob you're going to be Rob Capella. Rob Capella. Yeah, instead of Rob Capella, yeah. <laughs> Even though, again, you play a piano, which makes no sense. Well, but that's just one of the many things that will be part of that event. Um, we're doing another uh, Tom Unplugged. Uh, different, all different stories this time, too. There's the logo. All different stories this time. Um, some group meals, some other fun stuff. So please join us for that event. Registration's now open for everyone. So general admission uh, tickets are on sale at events.wdwnt.com. Wigs members, you still have time. We're, we're almost full on a lot of the meals and stuff, so those package tickets are going to be gone soon. So hurry if you're going to join us. Um, we hope to see you, and I think it'll be a fun time. So uh, There's also individual tickets for, for news tonight if, if you want to come to just that. So there you go. Uh, we have a great show tonight, I think. I mean, it was... <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's all, it's all downhill after you arrive in a hot air balloon. I don't know how you, how you beat that. And blow up a podium. We have a new game tonight, Tom. We do. What is it called? <laughs> Auto-corrected attractions. Auto-corrected attractions. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're also going to talk at length. Uh, we, haven't had the, we haven't been able to have this discussion yet. We're going to have an in-depth discussion about Galactic Star Cruiser, uh, you know, why it's closing, what it means to the industry, all that fun stuff. We'll talk about that. Um, and uh, psychotic comments, and so much more coming your way tonight. So stick around for more. We'll be right back. I'm going to break this podium too, Tom. No, please oh, don't. No? No. This one, oh. That was more expensive, though. Oh, please, sorry. Please leave. Okay. Yeah. We're good. The Galactic Star Cruiser may be a thing of the past, but don't worry, Disney executives will be fine. It turns out you can make more money with a flop than an actual hit. And in that vein, Disney is proud to announce a new joint venture with the legendary Mel Brooks. Spaceballs, the hotel! Take a Mercedes Cruiser up to the Balsion Luxury Starliner for the immersive two-day experience of a lifetime. Be surrounded by fellow assholes as you become a part of the story. How many assholes we got on this ship, anyhow? Yo! Maybe you'll even need to provide a special code to a secret operative. So the combination is one, two, three, four, five. Join in a bridge ops training session. Keep firing, uh, assholes. Practice using your Schwartz and the privacy of your room. Interact with not the characters you love from the film, but their stunt doubles. You can enjoy an intergalactic buffet that'll make your mouth water. Dine on all you care to enjoy jams, leftover blue shrimp, and pizza. There's even a self-service Mr. Coffee station located next to Mr. Radar. 
in the evening. Enjoy an out-of-this-world dinner show adventure. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my raccoon gal. And stop by the Subpar Lounge for a refreshing can of Perrier. Shop our exclusive merchandise in our gift shop on Borgs. Spaceballs, the breakfast cereal. Spaceballs, the flamethrower. <laughs> that kids love this. Every luxurious cabin aboard the Balsion is equipped with a state-of-the-art TV and VCR, so you can fast forward to the good parts. There's enough room in these spacious accommodations for you and your father's brother's nephew's cousin's former roommate. What's that make us? Absolutely nothing. And don't worry about anything disturbing you. We've disabled the virgin alarm so that everyone can get a good night's sleep. Enjoy an afternoon excursion to the planet Druidia after getting beamed by Snotty. It was wonderful. And once there, enjoy over two attractions and lots of empty sterile space. And if you want to upgrade to the ultimate experience, then go to Plaid with a VIP tour guided experience upgrade. They've gone to Plaid. Spaceballs, the hotel. Coming only to the Walt Disney World Resort in the search for more money. With tuppence for paper and string, you can have your own set of wings. With your feet on the ground, you're a bird in flight. With your fist torn and tight to the string of your kite. Oh, let's go fly a kite up to the highest height. Let's go fly a kite and send it soaring up through the atmosphere and up where the air is clear and oh, When you send them flying up there All at once you're lighter than air Good to be back, right? You know what it is? I didn't miss this chair, though. So I'm not blowing the chair up. One <laughs> oh, come on. Not, it's not a reoccurring bit today. Pull Nick the will string. not touch things in <laughs> various furniture around the studio. Should have been. Should have been. Oh, you get the podium for now. Chair. Oh, we I, need I several more years. You try to break my desk? Yeah, I was seeing there if it was, yeah. There was, um, there's an, uh, Heritage Auctions has an auction right now where they have a bunch of like legendary TV props. They have the entire set from Johnny Carson. No. The entire You're set. tempted, aren't you? It's, it's too much money. But uh, it, if it was in my budget, there is nothing that could stop me from replacing this whole set with the Johnny amazing. Carson set. It's the whole backdrop and everything. Yeah. And I would just, we would just use, I know people would be upset because I'd be using Johnny Carson's desk. But I don't care. I don't care. I'm going to use it. <laughs> so uh, I, I wish we could afford it. That'd be super cool. Mm. I, I apologize to Lucas. I was like, Lucas, if we get this, you're, I'm throwing your backdrop away. I'm sorry. Here, I'll um, toss it. Oh, well. <laughs> I don't have my wallet. Or else I'd, I'd pitch in. No, 
Yeah. Sorry. It's that or I can go on that, that jet the jet journey. Ah, uh, yeah. They're roughly the same price. <laughs> Either or, yeah. yeah. Or I could buy, you know, a portion it's of a house. Simple. Yeah, anyway. Uh, let's see what, uh, let's find out the Disney Parks incorrect fact of the week. Uh, not only does Akershus have the chicken and dumplings from Cracker Barrel, every table has a princess-themed peg game. <laughs> I love the signs, the, the tin signs on the wall. Really complete. Great sound effects of people just banging on plates. If I was in a restaurant right. and people were banging on plates like that, I would leave. <laughs> it was, if it sounded anything like that. We have super, I know we're going to get to the game in a moment, mm -hmm. um, but we have super chats, and I've been told there's a number of them. And so uh, here we go. Uh, Alex Arandondo, seven, seven. Yeah, seven. Yeah, seven. We are back. We are back. And it's also the name of one of our favorite movies. We're back. We're back. Alex Wu with the blank, blank super chat, seven dollars and seventy-seven cents. How do you do? How do you do cents? I don't. I don't know. We haven't got. We never had cents before. This wow. show makes no sense usually. Uh, what was your comment before when we were we were rehearsing the the song? Oh God, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't. You said something along those lines. Oh, this is pretty good for this show. <laughs> Just straight face, he goes, this is pretty good for this show. I was like, that's our, that's our goal. That's what we strive for. Yeah. Steve Mermelstein, $5. So glad you're all back. Please don't do this to us again for so long. I can't promise you. <laughs> I like Japan very much. Chuck Schofield, $4.99, with a lot, of, a lot of people who've been hit with podium pieces. Nah. <laughs> uh, Mike, Mike, oh, nope, not reading that. $2, welcome back. <laughs> You know, Julie, four ninety nine with the blank super chat. Uh, State Division three D seven dollars. Yes, seven. Welcome back this week on Nintendo Switch: The Legend of Corliss, Tears of the Magic Kingdom. Uh, J C Bob at four ninety nine. Nick's Maxi Stamp. <laughs> a a ducking wrestling podcast, four ninety nine. Welcome back. We sure do have a lot of Tom Explains Wrestling to catch up on. Mm -hmm. To a lot of people, this show is not news tonight. It's, it's this week on Nintendo Switch and Tom Explains Wrestling. And, That's true. And many other names. It's like, I don't know what has more names, this show or, or uh, Piano Rob at this point. I think it's me, which I normally wouldn't say, but yeah. I think it's me. Obi-Wan Kenobi, five dollars. Five bucks for Nick's step stool fund. I missed all you guys. Glad you are back. That's better than any other step related fund Nick could be involved in. Uh, Larry Elder Live for uh, By the way, Larry Elder's on after us, followed by running, the Eric Sapiro show. He's running for president again. Is he? <laughs> I think oh. so. <laughs> yeah. uh, they started on time. Biscuits. Biscuits. Guess now I got to get the show ready on time. For, get the show ready on time for once. Any who got a good one in store for you all, stay tuned. Uh, Rosita Klein, $100. Thank you, Rosita, the super chat queen. Welcome back. I missed this show. Love you guys. We love you too, Rosita. Don't clap for super chats that have text in them. Rosita, Only again, blank ones. again, we got a box addressed to you from you and are very confused. We left it on Eric's desk. He'll deal with it when he gets back. Hmm. JC Bob at 199, nice. <laughs> Retro Red, $2 to help get the set. What set? 
The Carson set. The Carson set. Oh, the Carson <laughs> Yeah. I was like, set of what? I was like, the, the collector in me was like, what am I missing a set of? <laughs> miss, miss you guys. Yeah, we got Carson oh. in the back. We just need the set. We just need the, his, uh, oh. his set there. Meeman and Dreamin' seven. Seven. Here's seven dollars. Comeback episodes after being canceled are always the best. Back at full force tonight, team. Now forget Zelda. What's new this week on Nintendo Switch? We'll find out later. Sam Fritz, 499. Boy, I've missed this at the half. The Nuggets lead the Heat, 5942. Now we just need Robert Piano the fourth to learn the NBA on NBC <laughs> theme. I don't know that one offhand. Oh. I don't know what that. What is, what is the NBA? I don't know. Yeah. Is that the one that John Tesh did? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Is that the one that John Tesh one? I don't is know. That? I don't the one know. that John Tesh one? Yeah, maybe. And he sang to his answering They've machine had it forever. Yeah. Well, we'll get it. The it's not a desk, it's a podium. It's a podium, there's a big difference. Yeah, I know it looks like he's seated behind it, but he's standing. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, oh boy. Samuel Alvaldada, uh, six, $6.90. Welcome back. How do, you, how do you signal that in music? $6.90. I, I, don't, I don't know, you're asking me, you're, you're hitting me with a bunch of stuff today. Uh, luckily it wasn't podium. <laughs> Almost got hit with podium. Tune in Lounger 499. Glad you're back. Just want to shout out uh, WW After Five. Eric and everyone did a great job. Yeah, they sure did. Hope it finds a home another day of the week. Please go back and watch them. We saw the, the numbers were okay, but like clearly everyone that watches news tonight did not watch WWAF. They were a lot of fun. Um, so you go back and watch them. They're here on the channel. Please, please check them out. They're a great way to learn about the different lounges on property. Uh, Aaron Payne. Canadian six ninety nine. That's like that's like a dollar U.S. I think. Uh, yeah. Glad you. I'm joking. Glad you are back. We're glad to be back too. Uh, Anthony Lacant. Yeah, that's a blank yeah. super chat. One ninety nine. This makes up an hour of the show. Uh, Shane, bless you. Shane Davis, five dollars. How much toast will this get in Orlando? Someone just said one. One what? Like a piece? Like one one toast? Yeah, just one toast. Yeah. Yeah. At a theme park, one toast. <laughs> Chuck Schofield again, 499. My, my star, starry-eyed super chat wasn't for the podium. It was for the great Hamilton song. I don't think $5 is enough to get Tonga toast. No, it's not. No, Tonga no. toast is probably like 14 bucks. Something like that, yeah. 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 Our great Hamilton song. Yeah, I, I, that was good. You got to worry about me now. I might leave and try to go to Broadway. I'm just so talented. Yeah, we're really worried. <laughs> That'd be like if you were leaving to go to the NBA. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> I just figured you like the NBA. You know the theme song. That's definitely not. That's not the song. You want to you want to play the game now? Oh yeah. Let's do the let's do the game. Contestants. Did we die? The screen's white. <laughs> oh, we're we're still alive. Whoa. <laughs> 
How, um, <laughs> no, we got, I'm doing, they told me this. Okay. <laughs> they told oh, me this. You got that? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. What do you want to do? It's not like us to not know what we're doing. <laughs> oh, Joe, you look like you could adopt Nick. Like, you could be his dad <laughs> you're so much taller. Nick's like Martin Short in the movie Clifford. Did you see that one? That's what he looks like. Oh, that. Clifford. He just wants to go to Dinosaur World. <laughs> Is this the part we didn't rehearse? We didn't rehearse any of it. We oh. spent three months doing What I Missed from That's Hamilton. <laughs> it was the last show of the season. I was like, learn this song. What did, what? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. There we go. Look at that. How's that? Is that good, Katie? Good. All right. Do, do we have buzzers? Where's the buzzers? I was told you were oh, getting Katie must have became a teenager while she's gone. She has an attitude now. I, I, I asked for buzzers, and they gave us microphones. That's better than usual. All Nick wanted was sharks with freaking laser beams attached <laughs> to their forehead. What's going on here? Tom, I was told everything would be fixed when I came oh, back. Oh, we do have buzzers. Sure. Look at this. We have buzzers, yeah. They don't, they're the not going to reach, but we have them. Do we need enough. to get closer that way? Should we all Maybe you have to come Everyone through. Everyone just huddle in the corner. Come, come through. Come through, Katie. Come through there. Looks like. Well, we got this. This is all the kinks of a new game. Oh, the all the kinks? Attraction. We're more ready for Where in the World is Tom Corliss, and that is six weeks away. <laughs> That worked. That's so good. <laughs> this is captivating live TV. Is this the sequel to Tangled? Untangled? <laughs> that was the actual, that's the dad joke of the week. You got it? There it is. There it is. Well, there you go. Kill somebody here. It's a great freaking joke. I don't care. It's fine, Rob. You have kids. You can there have There we go. Hi. That didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> all right, we are playing a brand new game here tonight, auto-corrected attractions. This is where we put up the auto-corrected version of, a, of an attraction name. You know, we've all done it. We've all typed something to somebody, and our phones auto-corrected it to something else. And we're like, that's not what I meant. I meant this. We're going to put up the auto-corrected version of an attraction. And we have three contestants up here. We have Jackson. Hi, Jackson. Hi. Amy. How you doing, Amy? Hey, great. We have Joe. Joe. Hi. Hey, <laughs> you want my podium? That's the right size for you. <laughs> so we have three contestants. They have buzzers, right? Yeah, buzzers. These work, right? We know they work. Should we test the buzzers? I'm, I'm a little worried. Look, me. Who's Joe? Joe got buzzed Who's in. Look Joe? at that. Look at that. There you go, Joe. Good job. All right. See, they work. Amy, try yours. Watch this. Amy, look at that. That's fantastic. All right. Reset the buzzer. I want to make sure Jackson's works. Jackson, there you go. This Look is my at that. favorite part of Wheel of Fortune when they test the wheel. <laughs> Love it. I, look, I, I can't leave anything to chance here tonight, Tom. All right, so we're going to put up the auto-corrected version of attraction. We're going to give you 20 seconds. First one to buzz in gets a chance to guess what attraction 
is, uh, is that that is that has been autocorrected too, right? And if you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, you get minus a point. So be very careful. Don't just buzz in the buzz in because you're gonna lose a point. Person with the most points at the end wins some core bucks. All right, you ready to play? Yeah. Auto-corrected attractions. Okay, what is our first auto-correction? Mud test purity. Mud test purity. Jackson. Mad tea party. Mad tea party. Is that right? Let's correct it. I know, say, Mad Tea Party, there you go. All right, one point for Jackson. Excellent job. All right, here is the audio correction number two. Let's see what we got. Typing it in, here we go. The Butt Strummer. <laughs> I hear Jackson buzzing in, but I don't see Jackson's name there. I'm gonna go, go to Jackson anyway. This is why we tested the buzzers, Tom. <laughs> Jackson, what do you think that is? Barnstormer? The Barnstormer. Let's see the corrected version of that. It is the Barnstormer. Two points yeah. for Jackson. The, oh. but, the Buttstrummer is an attraction on OBT, I believe. <laughs> Certainly is. All right. The game's as easy as that. All right. Should we, should we test the buzzers again? This is why I test the buzzers, guys. Are they working? <laughs> I'm going to assume they're working. Look at that. Joe got a buzz. Look at that. <laughs> there he goes. All right. All right. Hey, hey, oh, thank you, Amy. Look at that. We're just hitting buzzers all over the place now. All right. Ja oh, Jackson. I, all right. I, I don't know what's going on here anymore. All right. Auto correction number three. Let's put that up on the screen. There we go. Turn lighter porter ran. Jackson again. Tron light cycle power run. Let's see the corrected version. Is it Tron Light Cycle Power Run? It is. Three points for Jackson. He is running away with this. Maybe we won't have a tie tonight, Tom. Don't jinx it. Oh, damn. All right, Jackson has three. Amy, zero. Joe, zero. Let's see auto correction number four. Maya is mini rabbit wrapper. Jackson. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. All right, let's, uh, let's correct that. Is it Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway? It is. All right. Four points for Jackson. It's possible his buzzer's the only one working. I don't know. But nonetheless, he's, I don't think he's played a game with us before, so we're giving him the points. All right. Auto correction number five. Stir touch. Jackson, surprise. Star Tours? Is it Star Tours? It is. All Sorry, right. my mother's texting me. Five points. What would what, she say? Her a while. My mother's texting me, so it's okay. taking Oh, her. she's texting you, though. She's yeah. a slow texter. Right. Five points for Jackson. All right. Condo correction number six. Stood managed. Jackson! Toy Story Mania? <laughs> is it Toy Story Mania? 
All right, it I'm is. I'm going to assume Jackson just misspells right. things on the phone all the time. He just <laughs> knows he's, gonna, he's sent all of these before. I just want, this is a theory. I'm testing this theory. All right, we're going to see here. All right, question number seven. Seven? Yes, yeah, seven. Nanny Rabbit Judded. Joe, whoa. I just wanted to be first. I don't know. <laughs> I have 20 seconds, right? Yeah. Nanny Rabbit rab, Rabbit. Judded. Yeah, Nanny Rabat Judded. Someone buzz him. Someone buzz. All right, no, no, Joe. No. All right, uh, Jackson or Amy? Oh. <laughs> what does that sound mean? It's a slide. Must I don't know. Oh. Do either of you want to give it a shot? No. All right, let's see what the right answer is. For number seven. Does anybody in the audience know? That's it. Navi, Navi River, River Journey. Journey. Uh, there you go. All right. All right. Auto correction number eight. Spat Hip Perth. Amy. Spaceship Earth. Spaceship Earth. All right. Spaceship Earth. Is that right? All right. Spaceship Earth. All right. Very good. Uh, one point for Amy. You're on the board. Nice job. I don't know how many of these are. I think there's like 27 of them. All right, question number nine. Junkie, it's immigration. <laughs> Amy. Journey to imagination. Amy. <laughs> uh, is it journey into imagination? Let's autocorrect that back. It is. All right. You can switch buzzers now so I remember who you are. <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll remember now. <laughs> hey, I, that was pretty good. Uh, all right. I think we're on auto correction number 10. There we go. What do we got? Frozone, even ire. Joe. Frozen ever after. Probably. It is Frozen Ever After. Joe's on the board. You, you could tell we made these on my phone because it was convinced Frozone is a word. <laughs> All right, so our score right now is Jackson has five, Amy has one, Joe has one. Let's go to our next question. Is that right? Really? All right, fair enough. Seven. All right, next question. Question 11. Hall or presence? Hall of presidents. Is it hall of presidents? It is hall of presidents. All right, we have a few more left. Jackson taking a pretty insurmountable lead here, but there is still room for Amy and Joe to catch up. Next autocorrect. Tickets, Phil has magic. Joe. Mickey's Phil Har magic. Let's see, Mickey's Phil Har Magic. It is Mickey's Phil Har Magic. All right. Someone Joe. said, shouldn't Joe have zero because one? he had negative one? You know what, Tom? Maybe. <laughs> Just maybe. All right, next autocorrect. Tuna's Bygone Venture. Tuna's Bayou Adventure? Is it Tiana's by Bayou Adventure? 
think it is. It is, all right. Only one they couldn't get so far, Tom. Pretty good. These people know, know their autocorrects. All right, autocorrect number 14. Ablation Disney Wurlitzer Ramrod. J Joe. Uh-oh. I just blanked. Oh, he did. God. He oh. blanked. I saw it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He's waiting for it to come up on the chat screen over there. Uh, all right. Sorry, Joe. Negative point for Joe. He's back down to one or zero or negative one, whatever it might be. Uh, anybody else over here? I don't know. If Amy's, Amy's buzzing. I hear it. I hear it. Jackson! Sorry, Amy. Walt Disney World Railroad. Is it Walt Disney World Railroad? I, I have to go by the, the screen, whatever it tells me to say. Yeah, we're just we're very rule-oriented here. <laughs> it knows better than I do. Walt Disney World Railroad. Don't worry, I don't think there's time for you to catch up anyway. So, okay. <laughs> All right, I think there's a few left. Autocorrect number 15. Painted Memon. Jackson. Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion. Is it the Haunted Mansion? And Tom, I think that's the one that inspired the game. That's the isn't real it? one my mother sent me, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that inspired the game. <laughs> All right, just a few left. 16 is put rats in the caravan. Joe. Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. Is he right? Arg. He is. Pirates of the Caribbean. All right. All the correct number 17. We got lots of misspellings here. Spice Mitten. Good old Spice Mitten. Spice Mountain. Wait, oh, oh. Wait, what did he say? He said Spice Mountain. That's wrong. That is wrong. That no, is it's wrong. Sorry. Negative point for Joe. Uh, Jackson! Space, Sorry, Amy. Space Mountain. Is it Space Mountain? Probably. Maybe. Could be. They're, they're typing. Say Space Mountain. <laughs> space <laughs> Mountain. <laughs> This is the guy that mispronounces everything. I'm doing pretty good Children. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry, Dad. We could talk about this after the show. <laughs> All right, I think we have I think we have two left, if I'm not mistaken. Next to correct. A cute flight out puss wage. It's pus. <laughs> pus wage. Avatar flight of passage. Is it Avatar Flight of Passage? You know. <laughs> I knew this game was dangerous. All right, we got one more. I like that Joe said you, you say things wrong all the time and then you did it. That's the best part. All right, one more. Last one. Edge of your seat. I know everybody. Uh, kill a man, churro, so I am free. Oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Kilimanjaro Safaris. No, you said it wrong. No. Eh, it's close enough, Joe. Shut up, Joe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Kilimanjaro Safaris. Congratulations, Jackson. I think you won our first 
ever. They're screaming one more. Why would you think there'd be 19? <laughs> My game has 19 questions. I know that's where you want it. That's the number you want to stop at. <laughs> but there's, there's, there's 20 of these. All right, last one. It is worth 30 points. <laughs> Butter Van Fight. Yes! Go. Peter Pan Flight. Peter Pan Flight. He said it wrong. It's Peter Pan's flight. Oh, it, come on. Ew, wait. It's oh, close enough. Oh, it's Peter Pan's flight. Oh, Sorry, you Joe. Point, you Joe. blew oh, it. <laughs> that would have won you the game. Butter van, I like that. The butter van? I need a butter van, yeah. That's your next van, Nick. It should be. No. All right. My van is slippery enough, if you know what I mean. Oh. Uh, that is autocorrected attractions. Thank you, everybody, for participating. I appreciate it. Amy, thank you. Thank you. Oh, you can shake. You can shake. Yeah, let's shake. Jackson, great job. Joe, whatever, get off my stage. <laughs> I'll, that buzzer's mine. I'll take that. <laughs> All right. You guys if you behave, we'll give you a piece of podium. There we go. <laughs> He's not going to behave. Auto corrected attractions. That was, that was actually pretty fun. I like that game. All right. Uh, well, we're going to take a commercial break so we can move this camera back. <laughs> we'll be back after this with more tonight. Well, Disney's $110,000 trip to every Disney park on Earth is sold out. What are you going to do, book six separate trips on your own like a trash person? Why not trust the good people of Nick's MaxiVan to take you on the vacation of a lifetime? That's right, hop on board Nick's MaxiJet. This dream jaunt spans 24 days and covers six countries that includes all 12 uniquely magical Disney theme parks worldwide as well as three iconic landmarks, the Trump Taj Mahal, the Leaning Tower of Chiza, and the iFuel Tower. Throughout the trip, you'll stay in world-class accommodations, including the rare opportunity to be a guest at Walker Texas Rangers Ranch. Plus, you'll travel in luxury via a VIP-configured Boeing 257 operated by Carney Air with long-range capabilities that allows for direct flights to maximize your time in each destination. You'll also enjoy personal access to experts and staff who provide fun, fact-filled stories, enabling you to be immersed in every location you visit. Okay, so uh, this, where we are now, is Mediterranean Harbor, and uh, this area alone has more entertainment acts than all of Walt Disney World combined. Once on board, you can dine on formerly frozen Hungry Man meals Pete stole from a flipped ConAgra tractor trailer. As always, we also have a footpath at every seat. Relax and enjoy the personal entertainment center in the back of every seat where you can watch live TV or a wide variety of classic movies. You're probably asking how much this trip will cost you. Well, it's less than $110,000 a person. In fact, it's just $10,000 a guest. Even better, kids ride free. That's right, you can't even take kids on the Adventures by Disney trip yet Nick will happily welcome them aboard at absolutely no charge. Service is limited to 27 people or a combined total of 7,000 pounds, whichever comes first. 
Book tonight by phone at 407-W-DIDNEY. You won't believe what's legal in China. Think of the presents you bought. Any merry little thought. Think of Christmas, think of snow. Think of sleigh bells, here we go, like reindeer in the sky. You can fly, you can fly, you can fly. Think of the happiest things, that's the way to get your wings. Now it's on a candy store, look, you're rising off the floor, don't wonder how or why. You can fly, you can fly, you can fly. Soon you'll zoom all around the room, and it takes a faith and trust. But the thing that's positive and the must, a little bit of pixie dust. When there's a smile in your heart, there's no better time to start. It's a very, very simple plan. You can do what birdies can. At least it's worth a try. You can fly, you can fly, you can fly. Welcome back to News Tonight. We are live on WDWNT-TV. Thanks for watching. Those are some hearty woos. I love hearty woos. A hearty woo. <laughs> uh, Can I just say, I, I don't read the chat very often, but I love, that is a creepy picture of Nick. That one is actually less creepy than the previous one. What was the previous I, one? I don't know, but like, I'm just, oh. it's kind of funny. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what the previous one is. You have plenty oh, of Oh, they said of that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what, yeah. Nah, that's, no. Okay. Nah. All right. Yeah. Just funny. So did you actually just play Tears of the Kingdom while we were gone, or did you do yeah. anything else? Did I, I haven't stopped else? for two and a half weeks. Well, we were gone for two months. What'd you, what else? Did you go anywhere? <sighs> did I go anywhere? <sighs> did I go anywhere? Um, no, I mean, I said last day. I, 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 so something tragic happened. I think it's not tragic, oh, yeah, yeah. but sad. I, I mean, she's okay, but my dog got attacked by another dog and got bit. And I had to like do a lot of caring for her. So I couldn't, like, it wasn't bad for me because I don't leave the house anyway, but I couldn't leave the house for a while because I had yeah. to like care for her. Um, but she's doing great now. She's happy. She That's was like, right. nothing happened. Where I, like, I stubbed my toe the other day and I was in pain for days and like, she gets bit by a dog and she's like, oh, nothing happened. I'm happy. Yay. Play with me. It's really weird. Dogs are fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad she's so, all right. That's that was fun. my excuse to stay yeah. in for two months. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I gotta, I gotta take care of the gotta dog. Take care of the dog. Yeah. Sorry. Boy. Can't leave her alone. Oh man. Got to take my parents to Japan. Yeah. That was it. They loved it. They want to hey, go back. Actually, I was at some WDWAFs. I, I left the house. Oh, I you did, were? Yeah, yeah. Some that's of those. right. Yeah. Which was, ones did you go to? Uh, Africa Dab Bar and uh, Nomad. Did I do another well, one? Well, that's where we usually go on our dates. I know, yeah. right? 
<laughs> those are our date spots. Those yeah. Two. Yeah. Oh, yes. You only come out to certain bars. There's only certain bars you like. Yeah. Yeah. They, you missed that the guy. Did they do Geyser? They did Geyser Point, right? I think they did. You missed that one. That was fun. Yeah. It was a fun segment, though. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We are going. We're going to Geyser Point as part of uh, the event in July. Mm -hmm. We're going to take everybody. Mm -hmm. So that'll be fun. Yeah. You'll come to that because it's at Wilderness yeah. Lodge. Oh, yeah. totally. I'll be there. Yeah. Anyway. So your parents had fun, right? They loved. Yeah. Like there was a point at which we we were at Disney Sea. At the end of the night, my mother turns to me and goes, "How do we go back to Disney World after this?" And I said, "We don't." <laughs> That's crazy. Um, yeah. So it was. It was. No, they loved it. They want to go back. Yeah. But, yeah. That's why I tell everybody to go. Yeah. That's great. Uh, okay. So let's see. This week on Broadway. Let's see what's premiering this week on Broadway. Some like it hot. <laughs> that was another thing we missed. A dragon yeah. burst in the flames. That was insane. It's been a crazy two months. You've seen one, you've seen them all, said Julia. <laughs> if I had a nickel for every time a Maleficent dragon caught fire, I'd have two nickels, which isn't much, but it's weird it happened twice. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see what's coming up on the show. we got a big couple of weeks coming up on the show. Uh, this is going to be a crazy run. Uh, June 8th, uh, we are back with Who Wants to Win a Lot of Core Bucks will be on the show. On June 15th, Man vs. Park, The Great Surrey Bike Race. I'm excited about that. It's going that to happen. And also a new game called Wrong Answers Only. Uh, on uh, June 22nd, we're celebrating 60 years of Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room with a special episode. Are we all um, going to be tiki birds? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> don't make Lucas's get nervous in the back. <laughs> like, what? What am I building? Like, we all need, Lucas, we need four giant perches for us all to stand <laughs> on. Hang on them from the road tundra. <laughs> uh, then uh, on June 29th, we're taking a road trip to the world's largest McDonald's. Oh, yeah, Mac tonight. Yep. And then will also be the return of the Disney food blog, Food Toss. Uh, and then, of course, we are uh, on July 6th celebrating 250 episodes with Where in the World is Tom Corliss, Liquid Magic, and much, much more special three-hour show for episode 250. You can join us. Get your tickets at www.newstonight.com or, of course, just watch us right here on WWNT-TV. But as people will tell you, um, there's lots of things you miss by not coming in person, like watching Lucas uh, work a, a crane bird in a in a fake blimp or whatever a hot air balloon i'll learn what words are <laughs> nick we have a new sponsor we do who is it well tom wdw news site is brought to you by our official travel agent sponsor br guest vacations yes. your dream vacation begins with br guests and their concierge team of expert vacation planners head over to http colon backslash backslash brguestvacations.com backslash WDWNT and their team will design your next magical vacation. From the Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resorts to Disney Cruise Line to Adventures by Disney and more. They are also able to book unforgettable VIP tours where you and your group can experience the ultimate park day. The best part is their concierge services are Tom! Psst. Tom! Did they know what happened to the last sponsor who didn't judge for their services? They're, Tom, they're giving it away for free.
Is that right? That's correct. The, be the best part is their concierge services are free. So book to that. If you use them, give them a good tip. Like give them, some, we, want them to we want them to keep sponsoring the show. They can't give this away, Tom. It's free. We gotta warn them. It's not a good business model. Yeah. Take advantage of it while you can. It's free right now. I don't know if it'll be free next week or the week after, but it's free right now. So go to HTTP backslash backslash BR. It is a forward slash. I feel like it's like when Ron Burgundy be, reads the teleprompter. <laughs> be our guest vacations.com slash. I hope he doesn't mess, mess up forward and backward in the maxi van when he's driving guests home. That's what I get nervous. <laughs> Occasionally. Occasionally. All right, well, we'll see if they're there next week. So if this sponsor does stay after this ad, um, uh, we're actually working with them on Where in the World is Tom Corliss? And mm. um, I know usually we give out core bucks as our grand prize. Uh, next week on the show, I'll be able to announce what the grand prize is for that game, and it is uh, something far more valuable than core bucks. It's pretty exciting. I we'll mean, talk about it next does week. it really hurt I mean, them to give it away for free? Because they already do. Like... You know how travel agencies work, right? They get a percentage of the sale. <laughs> Do I know how travel Disney? agencies work? Yeah. They give away their services for free for a couple of weeks and they go out of business. <laughs> we had vacation here for oh, they years. Were. They were for years. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how much money they owe? <laughs> it's a good thing no one watches this. Anyway. All right. I try to recover from that. You have comments? I do. Go ahead. Walt Disney presents... All right, some great comments to get to this week. Start off with this story. Bloody fist fight breaks out in Magic Kingdom. Cops forced to tackle guests. We have, we don't have, maybe, I don't know. At Cranky Mom 82 wrote in, they should all use the stage in Tomorrowland for these fights, sell special popcorn buckets. I'd be there all day for this. Why not? Yeah. It's like the regular popcorn well, bucket, but they paint like blood, blood stains, stains on it. Right? Yeah. It'd be super cool. Who wouldn't yeah. buy one of those? Uh, we got a comment on this one. Figma annual pass holder magnet available next week at Epcot. We have a picture right there. Uh, Drew Crutchfield wrote in, you know, I'm not high right now, but after seeing this, I sure as hell feel like it. <laughs> That's a little, a little interesting. I bet he watches this show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, we got lots of comments on this one, though, Tom. Uh, Disney CFO Christine McCar McCarthy says Disney will use Disney Plus data to guide new theme park investments. Mm. All right, J Jadkins1959, oh, going to have a new ride called Bankruptcy? Probably would have a good ride for Epcot. I'll teach children how to take a great company with a great legacy and drive it into the ground. <laughs> uh, Nick Wild RP wrote in, sets Disney Plus to stream Zootopia 24-7. I, I think you're going to get that anyway. <laughs> 
Uh, Ian Rodin, fair is fair. Just keep hitting play till I get my black hole Tomorrowland ride. Wow. Yep. Uh, C Fields, Rodin. Well, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> Pretty straightforward. <laughs> At Retro Game, uh, Fordley wrote in, guess I'll be watching Herbie movies on repeat <laughs> until we get that Herbie Autopia ride. Uh, Lindsay Lohan's not doing anything. She could do yeah. she could be in a ride. Uh, Magical Advent 75. So if I put the imaginary story in behind the attraction on repeat, we'll be in good shape. Yeah, right? maybe. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, and then the last one, uh, Dylan wrote in, should add Song of the South now to Disney Plus. Oof. 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 Wow. There you go. Here's psychotic oh comments, Tom. Thanks, Nick. We're going to take a commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Star Wars Galactic Star, the rise and fall of the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Stick around. The Galactic Star Cruiser may be a thing of the past, but don't worry, Disney executives will be fine. It turns out you can make more money with a flop than an actual hit. And in that vein, Disney is proud to announce a new joint venture with the legendary Mel Brooks. Spaceballs, the hotel! Take a Mercedes Cruiser up to the Balsion Luxury Starliner for the immersive two-day experience of a lifetime. Be surrounded by fellow assholes as you become a part of the story. How many assholes we got on this ship anyhow? Yo! Maybe you'll even need to provide a special code to a secret operative. So the combination is one, two, three, four, five. Join in a bridge ops training session. Keep firing, uh, assholes. Practice using your Schwartz and the privacy of your room. Interact with not the characters you love from the film, but their stunt doubles. You can enjoy an intergalactic buffet that'll make your mouth water. Dine on all you care to enjoy jams, leftover blue shrimp, and pizza. There's even a self-service Mr. Coffee station located next to Mr. Radar. In the evening, enjoy an out-of-this-world dinner show adventure. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime gal. And stop by the subpar lounge for a refreshing can of Perrier. Shop our exclusive merchandise in our gift shop on board. Space Paul's the breakfast cereal. Thanks, Paul's the flamethrower! <laughs> that kids love this. Every luxurious cabin aboard the Balsion is equipped with a state-of-the-art TV and VCR, so you can fast forward to the good parts. There's enough room in these spacious accommodations for you and your father's brother's nephew's cousin's former roommate. What's that make us? Absolutely nothing! And don't worry about anything disturbing you. We've disabled the Virgin Alarm so that everyone can get a good night's sleep. Enjoy an afternoon excursion to the planet Druidia after getting beamed by Snotty. It was wonderful. And once there, enjoy over two attractions and lots of empty, sterile space. And if you want to upgrade to the ultimate experience, then go to Plaid with a VIP tour guided experience upgrade. They've gone to Plaid. Spaceballs, the hotel coming only to the Walt Disney World Resort in the search for more money.
favorite comment tonight is that Spaceballs ad played again, and they just someone just went, "We already saw this." <laughs> <laughs> yep, you did. That's correct. Anyway, um, we were talking. I didn't even realize. I didn't. Nick. Nick. Hi. What's up? Oh, hey. We're we're doing a show. I didn't go on the Star Cruiser. I'm just gonna play this while you guys talk. Well, before we get to that, let's see what's uh, available this week on Nintendo Switch, which Nick has out right now. Theming. Uh, it's Foolish Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I can't believe we haven't done this one. I can't believe. Rob, I think Pia and Rob pitched this at the meeting, and everyone looked at each other and went, have we really not done That's this That's crazy. One? There it is. Now we did it. There you go. Um, we have a number of super chats before we get to this discussion. Let's see what we got. Uh, Michael Burke, 999, from your favorite typo king. Welcome back to the best, funniest show in the world. Oh, very kind, very sweet. Uh, JC Bobbitt, 499, this show just proves that time goes on, but something <laughs> just stays. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Jeremy Hunter, $5. Wife and I ran into Nick at Port Orleans over the break. He was very kind, very sweet. Glad to have you all back. Hashtag make Thursdays great again. Hey, yeah, that was that was pretty fun. Do you actually remember? I do. Oh, okay. I do. We were there, and yeah, they, they were, yeah, they, they were. What were you doing there? Having a drink, having a sazerac, having, having some food. Rivers? Yeah. Beignets? Uh, no beignets that night, no. They're no. Not, they don't have beignets at River Roost anyway. We got That's the, the other one. I think we got Scott the loaded tots and some Sazeracs, and we're having a I good time. Yeah. Yeah. Trevor Andre, seven dollars. Yes, yeah, seven. Welcome back, guys. Becky Christensen, seven dollars. But Strummer and Stir Touch, the two attractions, <laughs> Spaceballs Hotel, <laughs> let you visit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> Larry Elder Live 49. Tonight's question of the show is for you, Epcot fans. My rival, Ron DeSantis, Caramel Cooch or Glass Kunst? Find out on tonight's Larry Elder Live. <laughs> <laughs> Caramel Cooch just across from the Glass Kunst. Yeah. Aaron Payne. <laughs> Aaron Payne, $6.99 Canadian, which is $5.20 US. Now do Euro. <laughs> That's funny. Alex Martinez, $10. Hey, Rob, can you try playing Never Ending Story again? Your rendition was perfect. Oh, wait, wrong show. What, what show are they referencing? I, somebody requested it at one of the piano shows we did over the break. Oh, okay. I know. I'm glad you guys are back. Makes playing Splatoon at the same time even better. Sorry, Nick's playing his video game while we're doing this, too. I mean, I have to. I haven't played yet today. We're background fodder for Splatoon. Gotta get some Korok seeds. My life's achievement. <laughs> uh, William, William, uh, 999, Spaceballs, the super chat. Thank you, William. Jason Champagne, $7. If Muggsy Bogues can make it in the NBA at 5-3, so can Nick. <laughs> they often call Nick the Muggsy Bogues of... WWE. <laughs> 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 I sure am. Uh, 
Ducking Wrestling Podcast 199. Spaceballs a super chat. You guys are ripping each other off now. <laughs> William, William, they're ripping you off. You got to beat it. <laughs> the Rickster, $5. We're all out of TP on, on the bathroom. Maybe it's in the bathroom if you checked in it. <laughs> I don't know how you get on top of the bathroom and look for toilet paper. I digress. So uh, it was announced um, a couple weeks ago that the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser will be closing forever with the voyages at the end of September. Uh, and that'll be it. Then it'll, it'll all be over, even though it just opened in uh, March of last year. Uh, so that's going to be it. And, uh, you know, we, we haven't done a really nice in-depth discussion on this topic. I feel like there's a lot to say. I think there's a lot that those of you in the chat and watching want to say uh, or talk about. And so that's what we're going to do. So joining me, uh, joining Nick and myself, we have Jill and Jason Diffendahl, uh, Robert Piano, and Sabrina. <laughs> what? So do you want me to add like an object to your name? Like, like I feel a little just, guitar Sabrina? I'm like Cher. I don't know. I'm just Sabrina. <laughs> do you want me full name? Do you want full name? Uh, Sabrina uh, Pierre? And I, I sound much fancier when you use my full name. Sabrina <laughs> Pierre, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. So Pierre. So fancy. I sound French. Mm. I was gonna say she's French. Yeah, I know. It's, I sound <laughs> French, and then you see like this short little fat Irish kid walk out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, la Chateau de la Belle Bordemont. We. We. Anyway, so Star Cruiser is closing. Um, several people up here have been on the Star Cruiser, the Diffendals and myself, and some of you have not. Um, and so I thought that'd be interesting perspective. To bring to the discussion, and so uh, I don't know where we want to begin. I've already ranted about it, so I don't know how much more I need to say that people haven't heard. So if anyone else wants to start us off, go for it. I'll start. Um, I I I think your rants were pretty spot on, right? Like this was a groundbreaking uh, venture, and I think we knew from the beginning, like. There was pretty much discussion when the pricing came out yeah. that this pricing was kind of ridiculous. Yeah. It seemed unsustainable, and we couldn't actually believe that like this was going to be an ongoing thing with this pricing. And that kind of ended up proving itself true. Yeah. Um, my my like I went on it twice. I had a fantastic time. It was actually more fun the second time. Um, because I because we didn't have to take pictures of all the food. Because we didn't have to take pictures of all the food and video every single thing that happened. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> but I knew yeah. the great thing about the second time was I I knew what was going to happen, and I could sort of play along more. Yeah. Um, that was definitely true the second time. It was a lot easier to like get into the characters, know yeah. what you should do. We played. A, we spent a lot of time playing Sabak the second time. Mm. Like, we did, which, which we, we didn't, didn't do, do at all, all the first time. time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was, and and to that end, I think there were a lot of people that said it didn't have sort of replayability, but it absolutely did. I w oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. I mean, it just like it had replayability at a very high cost. Yeah, I mean, on all, th I saw different stuff on all three. Like there were, there, there's, you, I'd still have to do another one or two to see everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's yeah. just there's so many paths that there's so much different. There's so many different events. Yeah, and even some events that are just slightly altered based on what time of day you do them. I think, and I think you're hitting on one of my biggest complaints. Um, and we all said this after we got off the first time, was that things were way too rushed, 
We didn't have any downtime. We didn't yeah. have time to just relax and hang out and check out the things. Yeah. You know, it was, we, we all wished there was like a three-day option. Yeah. Um, because there was so much to do on the ship. It was, it was fun to do all those things. Yeah. But you really were crammed into the schedule you didn't have time to sort of relax. Like the second time, we had we played. Yeah. We spent hours playing we sabak. Went, we, we went, went to, to the, the tournament. tournament. Yeah, we got beat by teenagers in the sabak yes. tournament. Oh, badly, pretty badly. badly. Um, but like, I it would have been great to just have more time to hang out and and do yeah. that kind of stuff and, um, you know, hang out in the in the subpar lounge and sublight. Sublight Lounge. That was, oh my God. Sublight Lounge that's is the, the thing, best. That's the thing great. I'm going to be saddest about yeah. losing is Sublight Lounge. Um, so the tasting, I, they started doing, uh, when I went for the, the third one, tasting. the alcoholic tasting, yeah. we had, no one else showed up. It was just me and my parents. And we had the most amazing. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So I think, I mean, I'm sad that they didn't try more things yeah. before just pulling the plug. I'm sad that they and didn't. it sounds like they were going to. Right. right. So it sounded like we've, they had, now we've heard from people that now, they were working on. I mean, stuff, we, yeah. we one of the biggest rumors was that they were working on a Mandalorian overlay. That would have certainly attracted yeah. new people. I don't know. It was pitched, but they were doing a new Gaia show and there were other, other yeah. changes coming. No, out. I think I think it's it's absolutely a tragedy that they didn't get yeah. the chance to make some changes. Yeah. I I mean honestly, I don't know that that would draw enough people back. I think the yeah. price is the the price is the big barrier. Regardless of what they do there, the price was the barrier. And I mean I can't understand that they couldn't make that work at a lower price point. I mean they obviously could because they offered discounts, right? Yeah. They, so they set it up wrong. They set it up wrong to make it work in any other way. That's the biggest problem. What yeah. they should have done was make the Dis the Star Wars hotel and the experience two separate things in the same place. It's not enough rooms, though. I don't think. No, but I mean, like, not that hotel. Oh, like, yeah, they yeah. should have built a real Star Wars hotel, like a real resort, and then made this experience that you could get a little taste of if you stayed there with like characters walking around in the lobby and stuff. But then you could pay to do like a day long in depth experience. And they, they, they can't now retrofit that into the infrastructure that they built. So the infrastructure that they built is a hideous, ugly cement, what looks like a prison, that like you can't do anything else with that building without it being, because like you can't have guests come up to that and like feel like they're in an immersive Star Wars experience because well, it's a big that, concrete. Not to the, the right. three other they, sides. They know. built it wrong yeah. to be able to do anything actually functional with it. They, I, I think it's, here's my, my take on it. It is the laser disc of the themed hotel experience. They screwed it up, but like we're going to get a DVD later that learned lessons from what they did wrong. I don't think we are. I, I don't think know the that industry, Disney's going to do it. I'm not I saying don't think Disney's anyone's going to do, do it. The industry is so, like, I know everyone thinks we're in this this boom period. Everyone, oh, Epic Universe and Disney's doing this and blah, blah, blah. We are in the least creative period of this that has ever existed. Everyone is playing so safe and doing just, just the safest things. Like, none of this is a risk. None of what anyone's doing is a risk or different or really that interesting, right? If I want to break down Epic Universe... And really look at, oh, it's going to change the industry. Okay, a, a dual launch coaster, which exists in 40 other 
non-major theme parks is going to change the industry. Mm -hmm. uh, augmented reality ride that where the augmented reality re ruins the ride is going to change mm -hmm. the industry. Like, don't get me wrong, it'll be fun and great, but like no one's no one's changing anything. So this was the this was the first attempt in a very long time from any of the major players in in theme parks to do something completely different. Where it's like, what if what if there wasn't a ride or an attraction or wasn't those things? What if Instead, you, you build something where people can live. Because we've done this. We've built out these incredible backstories for lands. And there are moments where you live in that. But what if that existed for days on end? What if for days on end, the guests could just be in that situation? As a work off of what you said, I don't, I don't like the idea that there could have been people staying there who aren't part of the experience, right? Because I think a big part of it was everyone is in the story. Everyone everywhere on the ship is in the same place at the same time and is part of what's going on. And I think that was so important. And I wouldn't doubt someone pitched what you just said and I think the fight was, no, but don't we want everyone, to, it's gotta be a community experience. Everyone has to be involved in this. We don't want people that are just passively going through and like, where's the bus to Magic Kingdom? Well, no, <laughs> you, know? you keep it separate. You can keep it separate. Like, I think, think about like Hoop-dee-doo, but Star Wars. But then just build two, build two separate ones. Then just build a tiny hotel that's this, and then build no, an actual Star Wars hotel. No, but the hotel part is what kills it. That's what I'm trying to say. The hotel being required as part of the experience is what makes it this cost-prohibitive, inaccessible thing that is a big part of why they can't fix it. Are you talking just a day excursion? Yes. Like not an overnight. Right, exactly, hmm. exactly. Well, I mean, I think that was... And then there's multiple different excursions I you mean, can do. I mean, that was certainly... And go back a bunch of times. That was certainly pitched, like, on the internet as, why don't they just forget the hotel and let yeah. people go for a day and have dinner and, and see the dinner show and this and that and, you know, charge a couple hundred dollars. I'm sure they could write off just the hotel portion. Clearly this was like, you know what... Forget the whole thing. Someone like threw a temper tantrum and threw the whole thing out. Yeah, is what happened. Well, I think because of the price, though. Yeah, I, that's what's going to come. Like, mm -hmm. like let, like as somebody who is yeah. never going to pay remotely that much yeah. to do anything. Yeah, I feel like, and I've heard the word. You know, you hear the word failure getting thrown back and forth different ways. But I think there's two ways to look at that. Something can be a business and a financial failure, yeah. and that doesn't mean yeah. it's an artistic failure. No, right. How many art, artists die in all different yeah. forms, and their stuff lives on and makes yeah. a ton of money? This, this was a, was a, it's a great idea, but it's like, I mean, hell, it's like something we did. We, we did our opening number tonight. Could you imagine if we had money to bring in dancing girls and a bigger band and another thing? Like, yes, it yeah. would be amazing, but it's yeah. not... It's not worth the, what the price is. Yeah. This, it, it ended exactly the way I, I personally felt it was going to end from when they announced it yeah. because nobody's going to consistently pay, pay that much money. That's, it's, it's but that's, that's why I didn't understand why they didn't just lower the price. Like, why didn't they just roll out the discounts and keep with that? And I think it cost too much like, to run it that whatever price they were going to lower it how to. How inept are they at business? That's, that they that's my point. Yep. If, if the Walt Disney Company cannot charge people $2,000 for this total at a, at a hundred rooms and make profit, th then something was wrong with the business model You're to right. begin with. Yeah. They tried to take advantage of a fandom yeah. right. that they thought were gonna roll over because Star Wars people are, are, are huge. Do we take questions during this? We have questions during yeah, this. Yeah, I don't, we, the, someone's <laughs> gotta get a mic back there. But yeah, we can. We'll, we'll be with, or go I didn't go on it, I never did. And I would've gone on it if it was Legacy Star Wars. Yeah. They and not so New Star Wars. And people I keep think bringing up the Legacy Star Wars, yeah. Blue-faced woman that no one ever knew in Star Wars. I had 
Right. It wasn't Star Wars. It was something else. And yeah. that's the exact so, point. Since he's not Mike, the point the point he's making is that if it was legacy Star Wars. And I think and, and that's so some that's, that's that's the point I was going to make was that this actually started before Star Cruiser. This started with Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Yes. There was this hubris. Yes. There was this hubris within the Walt Disney yeah. Company that people would die and for anything Star Wars, and they don't have to give people what they want. They can make up an entire storyline of things people have never seen, and the Star Wars fans will like it, and they'll eat it up. And that started with Galaxy's Edge, and it carried all the way to the Star Cruiser. Let's... That, wait, that, I don't think that's entirely the, the reason. I that's, don't... See, that's the thing. So, like, for those that don't know what happened, when they bought Star Wars, they, they put a land into development. The land was Endor and Tatooine. There was a speeder bike ride. There was a dark ride thing on Tatooine. There was Jabba's Palace Dinner Show. There was the Moss, the Moss Eisley Cantina. There was a lot of that stuff. It was all old trilogy. But then what happened was a different team at WDI came in and went, we're making these movies now, though. This is what's now. Yeah. Do we want to build old Star Wars, or do we want to... A thing that people criticize us for all the time is we don't get things into the park when they're hot, right? So it's... These movies are being made now. The third one won't even be out yet. Should we should we go with what we're doing now so that it's timely? And that's what Bob Iger went for. That's what they decided they want. And of course he's going to. I just bought Star Wars, and this is the Star Wars movies that my company's making. If I'm that guy and I'm worth that much money, that's probably what I'm going to think, too. Even though it's the wrong decision, that's probably the decision I'm going to make. And you're still making stuff based on the original stuff with all these prequels and what cartoons are fitting where. You're still making stuff. The, the new stuff's not as good as the old stuff. I think everybody feels the same way with the exception of some of the TV shows, but the, the, the yeah. new trilogy yeah. movies are not as old as the first two sets. But when they, so the when they went movies. into, the other thing is you have to remember, when they went into development, um, Force Awakens was out. And that one did well and was well-received. So there was, there probably wasn't a good reason to sit there and go, oh, this is not gonna, like this trilogy's gonna tank because that wasn't the scenario at that point. There were one movie down, it was financially successful and critically well received by fans and actual critics. There was no reason to panic at that point. And then episode eight came out and half, half the world loved it and half the world hated it. And, and then they overcorrected and made the worst movie I've ever seen. I think we're forgetting something really huge here, too. I'm curious if the Star Cruiser would have done better if there wasn't an identical Galaxy's Edge on the other side of the coast. Because you're going, why am I going to visit both coasts to see the same land? Yeah. So I, w I wonder if more people would have come over here if the whole... Or even my... I've had this feeling forever. I wish that we have to keep Star Wars here and Marvel on the other coast. Give me reasons yeah. to go to both coasts, I agree. and people will spend more money yeah. and go do those things. I've, and then you could have more room that's for the, both. Yes, like that's you the Epic Universe. Marvel, no room at all. And that's the right. Epic Universe miscalculation is opening a third Super Nintendo world. People, people from two sides of the globe will have already seen it, whether it has an extra yeah. ride or not. Like, you've, you've diluted the product or, or put Mario in one park and make Zelda the main yeah. pit. You've, you have you've so much it. stuff to right. pull from. Right, you can make two Nintendo worlds with completely different rides and lands yeah. and game sure. themes and everything. And I think, I mean, that's that was the argument. I, I mean, I, I, I had that argument. I had an even bigger argument was that I think their biggest mistake with Galaxy's Edge was not building its own park. 
because there's enough in the yeah. Star Wars universe that you could have built a separate park and continued to add things to it. You're isolating them. No, but there's well, enough Star Wars fans that don't give fun. a crap about the rest uh, of right. Disney so who many, just want to go to Star outside Wars. Outside of the major theme park world, there's so many small theme parks based on weird singular properties, right? And you look at Japan alone. Peppa Pig? San Rio, I mean, Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig here. <laughs> Sanrio yeah. in Japan has its own park. Right. Uh, Studio Ghibli has and, its own park, right? And what like, would I mean, have been great is you build the Star Wars park, which would only have a handful of rides when it opened, yeah. but you attach the Star Wars hotel to it. Are these specific and parks? And boom, you've got a built-in hotel with the park people are going to go nuts for. Are these specific parks busy 365 days a year? Are they busy I mean, they're lesser seasons? properties. They're not Star Wars. But that's what I mean. Like Disney's never going to be a lesser property. So I, I don't yeah. know. But they're lesser properties and they stay open. They're functional business models. Yeah. So they if make they can money. do it with And if Peppa Star Wars is that much stronger than Hello Star Kitty, it's probably right, exactly. going to be okay. <laughs> 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 no offense. To, I love Hello yeah. Kitty as much as the next person, but it's not Star Wars, right? Um, I do want to ask, I know Jake Jake has the poll system ready. We, we should probably ask people, I want to ask the, the trilogy question. Um, so there is what, there's prequel trilogy, there's original trilogy, and there's new trilogy. And I'd like to know from our audience watching tonight at home, which of those they would have preferred to be uh, the timeline of, of the Galactic Star Cruiser. I God, think we know the answer, but maybe we don't. What would a first trilogy, like the, the a prequel? prequel, what would that, that would be the grossest thing ever. No, it wouldn't. It would have been fine. Oh, it would be no, gross. It, it, I mean, it would there, there's a lot Jar Jar's of, walking there, around? There, Come on, there, nobody wants it's that. Like Boss Nass, like the, if Boss Nass is walking around just like slobbering on Unless people. Unless it's like you can go and like just like but, pay 50 bucks to punch Jar Jar. So but then but, people but they, should, they should all no. be. There should be a place that they can all exist. Co Cosmic Rewind's not in a Marvel timeline, I but think we could either, still, it could still exist. These things can still exist. Yeah, I think either original or prequel would have done better. Like, honestly, it would have... There, there, there is, there is. Real Original, absolutely. I, my argument, can you do my different argument is, no matter what the trilogy always, is, always the but they couldn't make it that way. They, could. they couldn't make but it that you I, have a, a, I, 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 I haven't been on it. Could they have done a prequel cruise with different characters yeah, and, then, sure. and then book a different cruise? It, it, was, yeah. it was set up in a way that it could have changed any time. So I think if they would have yeah. done yeah. that, it could have helped. I still think the price is insanity. I, I don't think That's you the need thing to is stick I think it doesn't matter. matter. If you don't have $6,000, you don't have $6,000. And if I have $6,000, I could probably think of 6,000 other things that I might even enjoy. Exactly. Even being a fan of Star Wars. You could go to Japan. There are definitely people that would have that had the money and, and didn't go because it was yeah. new trilogy. I get that. I don't think it was enough people no. to, to doom the project. I don't believe that. I don't think you need to stick to timeline. I'm not a stickler for that kind of stuff as a Star Wars fan. I think Star Wars weekends work just fine where you're yeah. mixing you know, timelines together. I, I, don't, I don't need something. I need something that's fun and enjoyable. I don't need yeah. something that sticks to a specific timeline and makes sense to see but as them. disney parks fans we love that right like think about the lands that people love like 94 tomorrowland mm -hmm. what is the thing that made 94 tomorrowland special it was a everything was interconnected in a story and made sense together right same reason why frontierland in paris people feel the same way it's because it's all interconnected in this story so in 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 concept they gave us what as theme park fans we always ask for which is we want a unique place that is all interconnected and the story permeates all of the experiences. That's what Galaxy's Edge is. There are miscalculations that were made within that, 
But in, in theory, they, they went for the thing we always ask for. And the problem with it was they didn't do a good job. Yeah. Right? Like the problem is they gave us choice. they gave us what they know we like. They just did a subpar job at it with characters we don't care about. Darth mm -hmm. like to build a Star Wars land, like if you when you phrase it this way, it's irrefutable, right? We Disney built a Star Wars land where Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker, and any of Han Solo's dead. Like none of these characters, which are the most quintessential characters, appear in any way, shape, or form. The only way you see Yoda is if you pay two hundred dollars to build a lightsaber. And that's why it's the best thing in the land to begin with. Well, so here's the interesting You don't even see Yoda, thing, you hear Yoda. So, like, for me personally, and, like, I'm a Star Wars fan. I've been a Star Wars fan, but I wouldn't call myself a crazy Star Wars fan. Yeah. The fact that Star Cruiser was themed after the sequel trilogy didn't bother me. And I had a great time. I thought it was totally enjoyable. Yeah. I loved seeing the Ray Kylo Ren battle. I loved running around with Chewie. I loved the new characters they created. Yeah. The experience of it, like you can argue all you want about it could have been better with original trilogy or whatever. Yeah. It was a great experience. It being a good experience was not what the problem was. Yeah. The problem yes. was the business model yeah. and the money. Yeah. And and yeah. no trilogy that you based it on was going to change that. Yeah. You, you might right. have gotten right. more more sure. runway. It would have lasted another trilogy. year or something because there would have been more people that it would have ponied up the money. It might have lasted another year, but it was not going to last. And it was still not going to last. If you're going to spend that much, you got to give them something extra. Put a, put a celebrity on each cruise that was in a Star Wars movie or something or, or something like that. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm just saying yeah. something. You, you have you have local yeah. local people like like Ashley Eckstein, for example, like those people mm -hmm. around. Have them come down and be part of the part and of the cruise. She comes cruise. to D23. These people used to come to Star Wars weekends every yeah. year. Just build her her own suite. Put Warwick Davis on a cruise. She can just I live there. there. She can That'd just live there. But I I, I think <laughs> that's what I don't understand is how bad the miscalculation was from the get go that this could financially last. Yeah. Like they completely misunderstood their target audience to think that their target audience was so big that it had well not only that like, that was right? a huge miscalculation like like <laughs> you've got a target audience of star wars fans they don't have to be theme park fans they could be star wars fans but they still have to have a shit ton of disposable income to be able to do this and I, how they miscalculated I, and the, the average income of their their, yes. I mean they they do surveys at the parks all the time so and they ask the you thing. what your income is. How do they not know? There was a, they did though. There was there was a commitment to try to make this work right after like and as predicted at the beginning, they they kicked in the discounts and they tried all these different things and it was working to an extent. And let's be honest, it it didn't lose money. It did not no, lose money. It you know never what? Lost Every money. Disney executive cares about. It wasn't if it if it was losing money, it would have closed way earlier. Yep. Yeah. The margin wasn't what they wanted. And that's all they care about is the margin wasn't strong enough. So instead of sitting there and realizing like, well, we spent years of R&D and research and and we developed this and we had to come up with this and we built a building and all of this. So maybe we should just live with these margins and play around with it and see what we can do. Instead it was, oh, the margins aren't what we thought they were gonna be when we modeled it at six grand a cruise. Well, six grand a cruise didn't work. Change the model. Instead of just being like, well, we're just gonna pull the plug. No, you spent all this money to develop something new. 
you spent all this money already. Why, why just yank the plug instead of just trying different things? Well, well that's like that's the tax write-off part, though. Like, there's yeah, a reason right? it's that's closing when it's closing. That's the problem. But why embark on new have... things if you're just gonna like not give them time to to succeed or fail? I think because it was, that's I think not it was how really, business works I think today. it was really low, though, man. And I think they may have thought, because I even tried, like, let's say you're going family of four is going on the Star Cruiser. So what's that cost you, six grand? Yeah. yeah. Now you got to throw in your flights. They're not flying all the way down here just for two days at the Star Cruiser. Right. You would be shocked. Well, no, no. Yeah. How sure, many people I I'm spoke sure to people do. was so but weird. what a waste of your family vacation. If you're spending that much money to come here, you probably have more money that you're staying longer, or you're not doing it. You're going to go on a longer trip with your family. I think. I think there were a lot of people that that did not apply to. I think. Tom I mean, if you've got six grand to spend on vacation, that, the flights and the two days are not not gonna make or break that deal. No, but I feel like you're gonna want to do more than two days or something. So I feel like that well, you're, sure, you're gonna stay another four days on property. But I don't think a lot of people did that. That's my point. No. Yeah. I think they wanted you to stay longer. Maybe you're gonna take a cruise. You're gonna you're gonna yeah. get this new you know price hike dining plan or something. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. you're gonna do all these things. But you're not. Best case scenario, you're going to put all your money into that one thing, and that's it. I don't think they were getting I mean, they, enough other money in other ways. They should have thrown in like a four-day park hopper ticket to get you to stay. And maybe you got to pay for the hotel or something. Right, yeah. exactly. Yes. Bingo. They, they, there's so many work, ways to make deals. I mean, that's exactly that what SeaWorld yeah. did when they opened Discovery Cove that was priced like 16 times as much yeah. as That's why I think it's doing worse was, than, you, than you think it was doing, because I feel like if it was doing even semi-marginally better, they would have worked with it more. I, I mean, it seemed like they were trying, they're like, we can, they're like, we can succeed with these discounts. Well, not like, only there, that. There'll be enough money, but see, then that only went for a couple weeks before someone came in and was just like, nope, we're done. The other problem was they, they, I think they could have certainly succeeded with not doing voyages every day, right? Like they canceled some That's what voyages. That's they were going to do. The, the, the fall schedule was, was fall winter skip was. A, yeah. Skip, right? Like open That's it. what part of the summer. That certainly yeah. would have saved costs. Yeah. That's true right? too. They didn't have to do it 365 no, days a they year. Didn't. You could have used the, ho the building for something else for two months. Or, or not. Or just leave it empty for uh, yeah. two days a week. That would have been fine. Yeah. They wouldn't have lost any money. Unless staffing's a problem for that. Maybe that becomes a problem. They got to supply workers for I feel like having if they're only open five days a week then you have one to, yeah. you could have one group of people no no what right. I was saying like let's say they, they did yeah. like they found certain seasons were bad and they needed to shut down for a yeah. month maybe they don't know they what to needed do with to be closed people. January every year there was it was clear that that was right but yeah. they can't you can't do that you, you can't make you can't people not work for a month yeah, yeah. Right. right so that's yeah. why like running five days a week was a reasonable idea and maybe some seasons like January would have had more discounts yeah. than others. But even then, like legally speaking, like because you're, th these are union, union cast members, right? Yeah. So from a union aspect of this, if you're going, you have to have a certain number of full time to part time ratio. Yeah. So then you've got your part, your full timers, but how many do you staff for that? So you've got some cruises that are running full capacity. So now, uh, you need, let's say, you know, you need like, ten servers. Yeah. But then you've got other other ones that, like two days later, are at half capacity. Well, now we only need five servers. Well, if you've got, if you're you're doing this and you're running it, and you only have like you've got majority of full time cast members, now you've got full time cast members that you're sending home. Yeah. But you know what? Disney Cruise Line has figured out how to do that. 
right? No matter what time of year, no matter what the weather is, Disney Cruise Line has figured Disney out how to run it like 95% capacity. Disney Cruise Line is slave labor is, and makes me uncomfortable. But they figured out they figured out the discounts. Gather people from unfortunate. But regardless of what the cost is, they have a fixed seven days a week, 24 hours. But what I'm saying is, is that Cruise Line has a fixed set of staff, and it's the same every week, and they fill the boat every week. They do what they have to do to fill the boat every week. So that's what Star Cruiser needed to do, not run half full cruises. They needed to run 90% full cruises. And adjust pricing accordingly. And either adjust yep. pricing or adjust the frequency of the cruises yeah. to make it work. Yeah. I just think they Frequency didn't have wasn't... someone didn't give them enough time to work out all the kinks yeah. and because they they had predicted a certain demand and when that demand started to go downhill, they worked you know, they came up with well, let's try discounts. That's the obvious first thing. Let's yeah. cut a couple cruises. That's obvious like, that's too. A, they a... didn't have enough time to get all the kinks worked out yeah. to figure out what was sustainable in the long term. That's a huge part of the problem, right? Is like I think they did not go into this acknowledging that they could be wrong about their expectations. Yes. So they didn't yeah. have contingency plans. Like any yeah. good project has risk management and contingency plans for what happens when things don't go the way you expect. They had the and they didn't plan, do the discounts. The discount, but like That's the discount, not enough. they long, tried. Yeah. They tried yeah. one thing. They discount. They tried two not things. Only, they discounted and they changed frequency. There were going to be Those more things. Someone, someone barged in and yanked the plug. Well, right. They didn't give uh, them enough time to work it out. It was the very case. sudden. They they had a plan of action. There were there were plans well, in the works. And and, and I and I think it was probably the accountants because they said if we pull the plug now, we can amortize it, this down. And and Let's it's in this fiscal year. I think it was like an Iger. Well, I mean, no, but they were no. convinced by the accountants because they yeah. the the fact yeah. that it ends on the last day of the fiscal year exactly is very yeah. telling. Well, I mean, you they know they could have sold out. They could have sold out cruises for the yeah. rest. They could have the sold year. out cruises to December if yeah. they wanted to. Or they probably still, they, like March. That's always been the weekend they close everything. Because right. it's the fiscal yeah. year. Because it's yeah. the fiscal right. year, which means yeah. it's a financial decision. So I just think it was easy. It was like harmonious. It was one of those things where it was so easy to come in and throw it away because you knew who you could point the finger at. You could point the finger at a guy oh, yeah. that wasn't there anymore. Right. And it was his baby because he was in parks and resorts when it was developed. Absolutely. It was absolutely his baby. Yep. Yeah, but, yeah, well, because I was going to say, because so this whole thing really started at a Star Wars weekend. Yeah. It started at, so they did a pop-up Star Wars restaurant. Oh, the bar. They did mm -hmm. the bar, and literally the Sounds last good. weekend that it was running, yeah. WDI came in with entertainment, and they were like, listen, here's what we're going to try. We want to try this immersive thing. It's never been done before. Yeah. We're going to bring in characters, and we're going to put them out in the back area, out in the courtyard, and we're going to set up a Sabacc game, and then what's going to happen is, is anybody that, so if you guys are working out there, just continue doing what you're doing. Serve your tables, this and that. Ignore what's going on. What's going to happen is, is we're going to have somebody come in, like this bad guy come in, interrupt the Sabacc game. Then it's going to break out into this fight. And it's just, and, and it wasn't advertised. Yeah. It wasn't really discussed. It wasn't yeah. any forums. There was nothing like that. It was, they came in and it wasn't set times. It was just like they'd show up and they'd be like, yeah. okay, cool, they're here. Yeah. You know, and then they set up and, and they were like, people are loving this. Yeah. It's that interactive, 
it gives you that like you're you're a part of it, mm-hmm. right? Like it's putting you back into the movies, yeah. which is what that whole park was supposed to do. So isn't we're talking about all this, but isn't this what we expected from Galaxy's Edge? Like this interactive so this the, the stuff that got budget right. cut, right? right. So right. here's the, show, the order, the, the order the of characters. events. If we want to set up the history, the order of events is that happens first. Yeah. The second thing that happens is Disneyland Legends of Frontierland, mm-hmm. where they did the game, which was kind of the whole, like the reputation system and all this stuff that was supposed to be for the land that didn't happen. They tested it all out for weeks and weeks, and it went really well. And then that was supposed to be Galaxy's Edge, and then it didn't happen in Galaxy's Edge, and it all got... Just a little bit of it got saved for Star Cruiser and stuff. And that, that's kind of the short history of what happened. Um, yeah. I think they, they basically over-promised and under-delivered on Galaxy's Edge and Star Cruiser. And the, I think they, they delivered on Star Cruiser. Yeah, I don't think it's under-delivering. Well, I think they just priced people out, and yeah. then it had a yeah. bad, everyone had a bad taste in their mouth. Yeah. Well, and then they didn't give it time to bounce back. Yeah. Even when they did the discounts, you've got, okay, we're going to give a 50% discount to cast members. Yeah. Cool. Cast members don't Great. have the money to do Correct. that. But they Not have friends that. who have money who will take right. them that's on right. at 50%. That's right. Exa- and that's exactly what happened. Even that. then. Oh, yeah. But then i got to spend then, time with these people. <laughs> <laughs> even then, it's going to take. That's the price of having cast member friends. Yeah. But even <laughs> then, it, it takes you time to, like, if you, you, you're going into this and you can't afford it to begin with, and then yeah. 50%, and you're like, okay, like, I can do, maybe I can do, like, 3000 I can do that, but it's going to take me, like, a couple months. Yeah. And people don't have the chance to save up no. the money. So, so you're offering these yeah. discounts to people that are like, okay, cool, I'll save up, and then I'll go and do it. And then you pulled the plug. And then you pull the plug. We didn't well, get yeah. There, yeah. So, so the real, I also want to know. They wanted the money. How now. long can yeah. like before they're allowed? Like, how long does this place need to sit empty to be able to count it as a complete? Like to, to claim it as, you know, we've lost money on this, which was what they're doing, right? Because we know that within two years, like if yeah. a money, a, like a business has to make money after two years. Everything prior to that yeah. is complete tax write-off. Yeah. So how long does this building need to sit empty before they can reuse it and redo and reclaim it? And so not, have, no to, and not, and not have, have to pay, pay for the R&D As far cost. as yes. I know, they, they can reuse the building. It doesn't have an effect on... on right, but... As actually, long as they like don't open the they business that they had before in it, it doesn't matter. So how long do they, but how long do they have to wait? I... Let's be honest about this. What Disney. are they going to put This there, could though? sit there... For eternity. Oh, yeah. yeah. This I mean, could just be abandoned and left. They might just let it sit there. Wonders yeah. of life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's been plenty, especially Disney World, because like anywhere else, it would be a problem. But Disney World, there's all this land, so no one I mean, cares. You can't see it anyway. This corner of the cast member yeah. parking lot at Hollywood Studios yeah. is there. It's going to turn into like a part, like not apartments, but it's going to turn into like. Like this college, is my program, college program housing. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. What did you wait? That would be amazing. God, that's so apartments. funny. Yeah. I mean, the rooms are small enough. That's they cram so like eight funny. CPs into one. They, I mean, for, for, for the real internationals, the international yeah. internationals from yeah. space. So Vader, Vader way. We're, so. we're gonna get Mars, Mars students. Done. Oh man. So here's a question that's in the chat that I think we should talk about. Yeah, sure. Who do we? Who do we blame? 
Do we blame Josh tomorrow? Do we think Josh tomorrow did this, or do we think Josh tomorrow came from Iger? I think it was that. Well, guy. that's the question, right? Do we think Josh tomorrow tried to say, "Hey, let's let's keep this going, give it a shot," and Iger came in and said, "No." I think it was or, easy. It was easy. Well, he shot down the Mandalorian thing, right? Like that. that Iger shot did. Down. Yeah, sounds, Iger did. It, it, right. Yeah. Which makes me think that Iger, because if if a Mandalorian thing was pitched, that went through Josh first before it went to Bob, right? Right. So obviously Josh liked it if he brought it to Bob. And then Bob was just like, no. <laughs> and, that was, and that was the end. Yeah, so at that point, like, what, what, what and, is anyone going to do? And Bob do? knew he, he could basically blame Chapek, but he's and the one that made the decision. Right now anyway, and then... Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I don't think they knew what to do with the cast during the downtime. I don't think they knew. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't have it figured not out. Not only no. that, but, like, they had... Here's part of the other issue, too, is that they didn't know how to categorize this place. They didn't want to call it a dinner show. They didn't want to call it uh, family style. They didn't, you know what I mean? Like, they didn't want to put labels and packages names on these things. They also brought in management that didn't know how to run something so themed. You've got these fine dining managers being brought in, and they're buying these expensive things, and they're overspending. Yeah. And then WDI is coming in and tongs. going, huh? they, they had these tongs yeah. to, like, pick up the steak. Like, they were these, like, special, like, culinary tweezers, they were called. Yeah. We thought they were hilarious. We wound up, like, ordering a pair on Amazon. We, yeah. But, like, they're buying, you're absolutely right. Yeah. They're buying this crazy, all of this, like, custom. They're trying too hard custom, to make this shit well, weird. Like, very unique, like, serveware yeah. and everything. Well, and part like, of they the spend issue, a ton of money. We're not even going that. down this road, because let's talk about how Disney used to order custom serveware for every restaurant they had. No, I know. Disney, all Disney yeah. opened with every yes. restaurant with its own Hollywood studio, same thing. The issue is, Tokyo, is that they, they had these managers trades. coming in here and they had these people buying this stuff that they, yeah. they were like, oh, this is this is really nice, this is fancy. Yeah. I mean, these people are paying $6,000, isn't it? Then WDI comes in and they go, you can't use that. You can't, what are you going to do with a decanter at the table? Not everybody's going to be ordering one. You can't use that. You didn't go through the proper channels. You didn't get approved by Lucas. You you can't use it. So now you've got like $30,000 worth of merchandise sitting in a back room. You've got these wines sitting in a back room. You've got all this stuff sitting in a back room. Yeah. And nobody else on property is using them. So they can't even resell them yeah. someplace else on property. Did that happen on such a big scale? They wasted money on stuff they couldn't they use? They always do. I mean, you, you wouldn't believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the, the stories we don't publish. Just the, 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 the story of the, the shields. Yeah. The, yeah. The, what happened with their shields? They had like three tractor trailer loads of those shields that yeah. never sold. They were 100 bucks, right? And oh, they, they sent them to and property, they them to property yeah. control yeah. for like $10. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, I mean, that happens. Yeah. Yeah, but how yeah. big of a miscalculation is it that you have like a tractor trailer full of these and things? And you price them it at $100. All the time. Yeah. That, that's just the thing, though. It happens all the time. Well, it was the accompanying piece for the lightsaber that was the expensive But it one. was nobody, nobody liked the, the, the shields were a way to draw no one, out the People collect lightsabers. They, they don't collect they shields. Made up, they made up I the shields. I shield. Oh, I, I bought like the shield, it. too. Yeah. It's kind of like, cool. No one wants it. We bought it. <laughs> right. But we're not normal. Let's hey, you, be real. You got, you got it was real. an item based on a thing in an attraction. They I bought was buying everything. It. Oh, yeah. Jason I, Tom, but I thought the shield was great. It lit up but really you're cool. You're the minority. I think that that's, that's the problem. That's what I'm saying. Right? Is after you Wars, spend... I'm not, look how many, how many people own like 10 legacy lightsabers? Yeah. 
And those are not Disney Park people, those are just Star Wars people. That Star Wars people collect a lot. They do. Star Wars merchandise, when, when there's no movies for years on, and years and years, the toys and everything still move. Jason's not even Star Wars I, I, people, and he. But I think everybody her. forgets how how many options there are now. Like like we we joke. Look, let's talk like like Disney inspired shirts. How many yeah. different companies are oh, making? Yeah. You have you have too many There's options. There's too much of it now. It's, it, it's oversaturation yes. yeah. because because everybody wants to be a creator now and yeah. not just a consumer. But it doesn't and it, cost Disney anything though when they license that stuff out. All the all the all the yeah. The license, no, the licensees. But the point is, there's only it, so much for people to spend. Yeah. Even people with right. money, oh, yeah. and, and they're going to pick if, and choose. And if Disney licenses it all out, then they it hurts make. their own merchandise That's division true. because That's true. people are spending the money. But no one on had stuff a Star like Wars shield. I mean, that was a no. Unique. They no. didn't because they made it up. How they many, made it how up many as of your lightsabers are purchased from Disney directly? That's the question, right? This one doesn't come from Disney. Yeah, that's what I said. Like I, 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 I splurged a little on a nice one that I had that I had made, but I, I didn't want to go through Disney. I wanted more options. I wanted yeah. something more. Well, Disney doesn't unique. make something that's made out of metal. Like this is the really build, nice. The build, the build your own ones are. Okay, yeah. but the <laughs> stuff, so the legacy lightsaber, the stuff that's on the shelf. At the park. Legacy lightsabers are yeah. metal. Yeah. Okay, fine. In the case. They're not but on the shelf, they're in the not case. The ones in, in Doc on Dars. But yeah. do they do this? <laughs> they do not do whatever that is. Well, okay. <laughs> nope. They do not have that weird tip effect. That <laughs> makes yeah. Jill looks very impressed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, I mean, Disney, Disney <laughs> oversaturating the market with licensing is hurting their own merchandise. It may, yeah. the bottom line may be better or the same, yeah. but it's hurting their own merchandise group. Yeah. Do we have the poll results? I know that probably happened like an hour ago. Whatever the middle was, was the yeah. most. I'm sure the middle is the, original yeah. trilogy. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. And prequel gets more votes than... Prequel, not by much, but... No. no. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 this shows that the whole thing, Galaxy's Edge and everything, was just a miscalculation of what people really want. And yes, it was the current thing, and yes, it was successful. But then again, how do you explain to your kids that you're going to a Star Wars land, but their favorite characters aren't there? Han Solo is dead, and well, we're gonna fly his ship. But I, but I, even, <laughs> yeah. But I, but I, but I even want to go to this. I'm curious as far as the Star Cruiser goes. Out of everybody that's voted everything else, how many people were still gonna pay six thousand dollars for two days? I still think that it didn't. I don't think it made it. We could all sit there and say we prefer it. But if five oh, percent of those still people wouldn't do have more, no. that's what I—it's still too expensive. My so here, my favorite thing was, we were the first people to post about Star Cruiser as a concept because that that poll, they were they were surveying people, um, and it was really in depth survey. Like they had the concept fully fleshed out. The concept art was in there. The other thing was in there was the price, pricing was in there, and it was like two grand. It was like two grand for a family of four for the whole experience. And I remember even that people were up in arms. I'll never forget. I was driving back on Reams Road. I had local radio on. And in between the songs, they always pop in and they talk about like current events. And because you're in Orlando, they talk about local stuff, which is theme parks. And I just, I'll never forget, like the guy comes over and he's like, oh, do you hear about this? Disney's going to build a Star Wars hotel and it's going to be $2,000 for two nights. Could you believe that? That's insane. And like if the guy, is, if people are telling you it's yeah. insane at the price, which I think was reasonable and would have worked. Yeah. Yeah. If they're telling you it's insane, then you, they had to be hearing that. People that filled out that survey had to tell them that. And instead, they all, like, Chapek era, typical, they all looked at each other and went, 
Nah. We can nah. search more. We can right. search. How much, how far do you think we can go? We could probably go this far. Yeah. And that's what happened. Yeah. Well, I haven't really looked at the chat. I don't know if there were I mean, other. I mean, I've been watching it. There. I, I think the only thing that's really in in my mind I can't I can't reconcile this is that if Chapek was still CEO Star Cruiser would not be closing Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> See what you did See what you did Wow I that's mean, it, you're you're right. Harmonious would also still be running. That's that's and that's why it's hard for me to reconcile, because I yeah. you know, I mean as how as, much are you willing to lose that get what you want? Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's what we're learning now. Yep. I mean, it's it's a shame. It's a shame. And I, you know, in an era where we we've lost streetmosphere at the parks, and they're not going to bring it back. And it was there, and it was glorious there, and it was so well done. And what's heartbreaking is just, like I've said a million times, the cast on that ship, like everybody, not, not just the entertainment oh people, not just the bartenders, not all... just the servers, yeah. everyone dude, just went dude. above and beyond yeah. from the check-in people, even the Even the cast members in the shop. Everybody. everybody. It was great. There everybody wasn't a was single great. person on any of those voyages that, that the interaction was not only just acceptable, was exemplary. Like every experience was yeah. was above and beyond. Every little stupid interaction, whether you were buying, you were grabbing those stale ass Rice Krispie treats yeah. from the <laughs> from the, the desk, little, yeah, from the desk, or you know, or your your whole evening at the dinner show with your. This server, is yeah. this is probably the highest rated thing in Disney history that they canceled. It's, uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, but, but regardless, I mean, again, from the people that did it. From the people that did it. Yeah. Right? Like, not everybody, but the people that did it. Oh, I think they had a big success. Yeah, but, but yeah that's yeah. what I'm saying. But And you could talk about that, though, with a lot of, like, did Victoria and Albert's open back up now? Is it open? Yeah, it's open. Okay. So it was like, that. That's a that's a great meal. Yeah. I love it. I've done it once in my, you know, once yeah. in my life. You're not going to go back to it often. It's expensive, they but it's still doable. To go back, yeah. it wasn't about repeat. But visitors. it's about it's doable. It's not. It just wasn't. It is, as doable. but it wasn't meant yeah. to be repeated. That's why they knew when they built it. They built it a little plain because the idea was we know at some point we're going to run through people, right. and when we and do, we'll it's time to switch <laughs> the story to yeah. get which is, people to which, come back. But it's still what too happened. Expensive. I mean, it's what yeah. happened with Cirque du Soleil, yeah. right? Like, yeah. that was, it was planned from the get-go that they'd have to change it every so often. Yeah. I mean, Toy Story Mania was yeah. planned that yeah. way, too, and they haven't done it yet. Yeah. But um, but that plan was in place. They just, they didn't give it a chance. They knew, like, three to five years they had, and then it would be a story switch. Like, they knew, they knew that all along. But they didn't have that. No. No, yeah. because it was too soon. It wasn't supposed to be this soon. No, but what I'm saying is they, they priced themselves out that they oh, couldn't yeah, even make it three was, to five right. years. Yeah, management before. was greedy, and they overpriced it, and it hurt the reputation, and it put a bad taste in people's mouths. And then yeah. you didn't give it enough time. Once you finally, you, you waited way too long to pull that trigger For the on discounts. the discounts. Yeah. And by the time you did, someone took the rug out from under you anyway. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's all greed. It all started with greed, and that's JPEG. It's a, it's the whole industry because Comcast yeah. is no better. They're they're, they're all yeah. like this now. They're they're big, they're big ugly corporations that yeah. don't care about creativity 
or the guest experience or any of those things. Like, at least though, you had that on Star Cruiser. You did. You, you had an amazing guest experience. Yeah. And they you showed got, you how much it you cost. Got, but uh, I think Tom's yeah. point is big corporations charge you a ton for everything now. Like, well, sure, not $6,000, but well over the actual value of the yeah. thing you're getting, they charge you double, triple, and you get a crappy customer experience. At yeah. least on Star Cruiser, you were paying two to three times as much as you probably should have, but you were getting an amazing guest experience. And because people believed in it, they let the creative people kind of run wild. Yeah. What if, I'm just, just thinking out loud, but what if literally this entire time, like when they were sitting there thinking about this and they said, what do you think, like if it was reasonably priced, what do you think the lifespan of this is? And they went maybe three to five years. Yeah. And they said, okay, so what about this? We'll up the price and get the same amount of money that we would in a three to five years, but then be able to write it all off. Yeah. I don't think they would have built this if they legitimately the thought plan. the life cycle that was, was three probably to five the, years. That was probably the, that was probably the argument that when convinced them to pull the plug now. When people, yeah. people in the company started working on this in like 2013 or 14, you've spent that many years. Yeah. This thing's been in development all those years. So many and so much money. Right, but all at the, the same like, time, the money they were given to play with stuff, to do that Legends of Frontierland thing, and to do all that. Yeah. So much money was spent, and for you, after 18 months, to be like, "Well, didn't work." You you knew it was experimental. You knew you were trying well, to invent a new genre of themed entertainment. Is what you were trying. And what if to they do. literally look at it and they go, "Okay, we can we can max it out within two years." And the plan after the five years anyways is to shut it down, redo it so it's more open, that now you've got, you've got old school characters, we've now made it a character dine, we've made it, turned it into this and that, and then just escalated that. I don't see them doing it. I don't, I, when I they wrote that whole, little, that whole little message that's like, oh, we learned so much and we'll apply this in different experiences, I'm gonna be totally honest here. I don't believe them. No. Yeah. I don't believe don't I will do see any else. of this ever again. They don't do that anywhere else. Why would they do it with this? No. Right. I don't believe they should learn from experiences what they should do. They yeah, don't. They don't. That's right. Historically, Disney does not, the parks do not The last learn 10 or 15 experience. years, they don't learn from their mistakes. Yeah. None of them do. They all just continue to make the again, same mistakes. Again, bad project management. Yeah. When you spend all that money on serveware you can't use. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's what did it in, but it's a very good typical Disney story. Yeah. I would love if some of that stuff wound up at property control. But you wouldn't even would know it's it because it wasn't on the ship. I would so go buy those tweezers. Well, no, I mean the stuff from the ship. Oh, the you actual can. stuff? Yeah. You can buy the tweezers at Amazon. I know we did, but I'm saying I would <laughs> buy I'm so them. I would love to get by all that stuff. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Any other uh, points anyone wants to make? I, I still think we're going to see, I don't think it will be Disney first, but I think we're going to see somebody else try something. Well, like I mean, this. there's already one of these in Japan. Like the fake Star Cruiser. Oh, that's, that's France. But oh, it's, France. Not, it's not like an immersive thing. It's literally just a space hotel. Like, I mean, yeah. they opened an Alice in Wonderland immersive experience in Orlando where there are characters walking around yeah. dressed as Alice in Wonderland who interact with yeah. you. And it's, it's not a Disney. Actually, I'll yeah. be honest you with you. I don't downtown? know that that's a viable business model either. The bar downtown? Yeah. So I, I, don't, I won't say too much, but I had a meeting there a couple of weeks <gasps> ago. 
I totally because, thought of you when I was well, there. But they're running into their own problems too, because as somebody who, I don't want to get too off topic, but like I was part owner of a bar on Church Street down there. That downtown Orlando is having an identity crisis. And they're having the same yeah. thing. They're trying to come up with these things. And some people are pumping big money into big themed bars. They spend but a then ton of money on Some of the place. drinks are as high as like these $60 drink experiences. Yeah. Well, so, but like that's they the can't, thing. But they can't do it. So they don't charge a cover. Yeah. Like, I get it, because the drinks are, like, thir like 25 to $30 for most of them, and then there are some that are Because that's what they need to, to cover the Because that's yeah. what they need to cover right. the cost of yeah. entertainment yeah. and all of the investment. I th I would yeah. rather go pay 25 or $30 for a couple of, for a drink at a place like that where I can have, I can go for two or three hours, have an immersive experience, yeah. and then go home. But again, and spend fifty to eighty dollars for having, a night and not six thousand dollars for a weekend. I mean, you spend that much, almost that much. But they're having, volume, they're having volume. But they're having the same problem. It's the volume problem. No, I now get it. I know yeah. just from the piano player shifts, they've already cut their entertainment price in half from what they were doing. And here's a very small example, but you could apply it to a big no, example it, it, like the Star totally Cruiser. No, it's totally applicable. It's it's the yeah. same. It's so related. People want to do interesting, immersive things, but the business but you side can't is afford a for all of it. Yeah, you know, well, so, this is. This is the risk. I mean, wh why do you think, like, the Disney company freaked out about Walt trying to build Disneyland in 1955? Because this is the inherent risk of doing something no one's done before. You, there is the chance that it's not going to work. And it's a gamble. And, you know, Disneyland's a great success story because those gambles very rarely pay off. But he made it affordable. Yeah. He did. That's yeah. the, he did. You're hitting That's, the major difference. Everybody now wants... That is the difference. Yes. It's, Everybody it's, now, it's, it's more because money. Because it's all big it's, corporations. I, keep, it's all big corporations. We're, we're, we're going to talk yeah. in circles about yeah. that. But that's exactly right. the difference. You, yeah. you have to you put it. Supply. I, I love economics, but supply and demand sets it. Yeah. That's it. It's going to always set everything. And yeah. if you can't do it within a price range, it's going to go away. But the problem is, right. like, I, I think in the case of, like, he priced it affordably. But also, like, if you look at the history of Disneyland, there were so many things they tried early on that just did not work, where he, like, took the loss. But they did learn from it, right? The, the view liner. The Viewliner train was there for like a year. He spent all that money, they yeah. built this train, and then he saw a monorail and went, Well, we can't have this stupid but train. It was in it. We got it. So he threw the train <clears> out. <throat> but then he built like, a oh, monorail, monorail to replace it. Like it. They kind of used a similar design yes. and everything. And, and yeah, they're like, Well, we'll do this instead, right? But he, they weren't afraid to do those kind of things, even though their business wasn't necessarily fully proven at that point. You know, he had them. He had them building robots. He's like, do you they guys, you guys make robots talk? They, they didn't, didn't have stockholders. Yeah. That now are expecting right. their money to You're go right. up That's every right. quarter. No, it's, no, it's no. going public ruins every yes. yep. company. And every creative company ever has been ruined by going public. Bingo. And he didn't have the level of competition. He was the only one being innovative. If somebody really, they only have competition because they went public. Very, very true. You're right. No one could touch right. them when they weren't a, a public company. Yeah. Because yeah. they, they were able to blow everyone away creatively. But see, in theory, competition should make it even more of a of like yeah. this this push to be more creative yeah. and to come out with these bigger and better yeah. things. In theory. Yeah. The only people that care about Disney versus Universal it's is you Universal. at home. Yeah. They don't care. As long as the money comes oh, in, I think Universal they cares. don't care. No, they don't care as long as people show up. 
unless the universal the, a majority of your visitors don't exist without Disney yes. anyway. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Unless one, unless you really only have X Y Z dollars to spend, and yeah. you're truly picking, I have to yeah. pick Coke or Pepsi. Like I can't, I can't, I can't pick. Disney both. doesn't care about Epic Universe. They're like, good, bring more people in, and we don't have to spend money. Thanks. But, but yeah. this is where I told you I they're going to go to Magic Kingdom either way. But this, <laughs> this is where they messed up by making this so expensive. You couldn't have people come down here, stay a couple of days, and enjoy other things. Yeah. It was come for the Star Cruiser. I can't afford. I, I can't afford yeah. to do everything. No. Right. Well, and, I mean, and the Epic yeah. Universe problem is the short-sightedness of giving people an experience that is the is a value for what they pay, right? Like if your Epic Universe experience isn't a great value because the rides are mediocre and all screen-based, or there's and only six of them, or there's only six of them, um, you know, you're gonna you're gonna say, well, it was fun, but it wasn't worth the money. And that's what I said about Star Cruiser, too. And so you've got this problem of, right now, they just want to do the bare minimum to get people to come and spend the money. They don't care about giving people their their money's worth and that's the difference between the corporation today well, and the way not, that Walt well, ran it's the not company. Even about the money's worth i was going to say that like it's there the, 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 there's no reason to take a risk because the money is not worth it right like people are going to come at a certain amount it's like like uh, why why wouldn't they learn from this creative experience that people loved and put it into galaxy's edge for yeah. people to enjoy like yeah. let's that's what let's do happen. it Right, but it's not going to I mean, the problem is most matter, of that right? should no, have been there to that, begin with. No one's going to sit in that room, because they didn't sit in that room yeah. 10 years ago and agree that, oh, this will make money. The right. problem is if you're like, we'd like to add entertainment and a reputation system and this, and everyone's going to go like, how do you monetize it? And they'll right. be like, well, you don't. You just think that people have a better experience, so they'll come back again. And they're like, well, how do we know if it works? We don't really. Oh, well, then we're not yeah. doing that. And that's, that's the difference between the right? move the like, dinner show to the land? Oh, can you? Well, yeah, oh, that makes that much money. Okay, yeah, you can build that. Well, then, like, nothing really matters anymore because it's, it's not going to. That is what is frustrating right. about loving it's super this. super frustrating. Is nothing matters It doesn't. Anymore. Because they're going to make nothing money no matter what. Anymore. So why bother adding that? Well, in? you know how it matters and it's never going to stop if people really just stop paying but for we're stuff not gonna. that's mediocre it's not or gonna less. Happen. Right. I, I predict that it is. I don't know how long it's going to take, but I absolutely predict, and I've said this repeatedly, yeah. that the reason that we love Disney is because it was a great experience when we were kids and we loved it. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not a great experience for kids anymore. It's a good experience. It's yeah. a fun experience. It's not making the impression on kids today like it no. did to us when well, we yeah, were kids. Well, what they have in, the, in their pocket now in a cell phone. That's the, that's the we, other well, thing. Well, so, yeah. so Disney needs to do better. I agree. Yes. They're not. They're doing worse. Let's, let's look at it, too. Like, okay, part of our problem is right now Star Cruiser. Like, it, in the immediate sense, Star Cruiser existed at pr probably... Star Cruiser came into existence at probably the worst economic time in history for Star Cruiser to have come into existence. Right after COVID, 
inflation is high. Everything they're paying for yeah. everything is way more yeah. expensive. They were trying to ride this whole post-COVID, people want to go on vacation again, boom. Yeah. They, they screwed up their predictions, and they weren't able to, to reevaluate. And yeah. then the economy started getting worse. Inflation started going up. Interest rates started going up. People started backing off on spending a lot of money on stuff. Yeah. And Star Cruiser is a thing you got to spend a lot of money on. But I think if you, like, zoom out from that into a more macro look at, like, what what is possible today in theme parks in terms of what is financially viable, it is vastly different than it was when we were kids and came here in the 80s mm -hmm, to, like, yeah. see Epcot when it first opened. What they could do then financially is no longer viable. It is just no longer – Disneyland would never be able to be yeah. built today because of the way that – Corporations work. That bottom lines work. That well, you have to pay too, work. pay people too much. You have to you have to pay. You have to wages are higher. Pay for Everything things. exactly. People people like, have less money to spend right now. There's a point to yeah. which theme park experiences are are not like super like. Uh, starting yeah. a new one would be probably a financial disaster for somebody. And yet there is a place out <laughs> in the world where they're knocking down <laughs> an existing and popular Space Mountain. To rebuild it as a better space. But you mountain. know what? OLC is not a public company. Yeah, they are. They didn't used to be. No, but they have shareholders. Now they do. Yeah. If, if only there was a tourism oversight district to help <laughs> us. <with that. laughs> yeah. I mean, I think the other thing with OLC is that their shareholders are have different expectations. Yeah. Right? It's a whole different culture. Yeah. So Well, the culture is like, yeah, we'd like to make <laughs> money, but yeah, we also you know, so want to be that proud our of our product. Need, our consumers need to be oh, given a good product. Yeah. Yes. And if they give them a good product, they'll spend the money. What's happening? That's right. This is one third of my Deathly Hollows. Oh. My cloak of invisibility. Oh, wow. No, but okay, so there's another thing that's, that Star Cruiser did that was really great. This is a Star Cruiser exclusive costume. Yeah. This is Padme's cloak that you could only get if you were either on Star Cruiser or you could buy it on Shop Disney yeah. if you were staying on Star Cruiser, but you had to have a valid Star Cruiser yeah. reservation to buy it. Like that was, like there was I all this I love my cool... green coat. I don't know when I'm going to wear it. I know. Now. So on top of the money you spent is an exclusive thing to spend You had to spend a lot of money to buy clothes to wear. Of course you did. But it's just funny. So like the costumes are so good. They're, They're great. So good. It's just funny the add-ons when you yeah. think about it from that standpoint. But that's what it's meant to be. It's once in a lifetime like I have a jewelry set. But I'm, like, I'm thinking yeah. the business person in me to a consumer, not the artistic person in me that thinks it looks great. Yeah. That's insane. It's insanity. Right. It's just more and more so stuff. So here, uh, there's a comment in the chat. Lars says, regardless of the cost, it was kind of a lame experience for the money. If I it was, totally disagree. I, I, yeah, it I wasn't a lame so experience. It certainly was not worth the money. I haven't heard anybody say it wasn't one of the best things they've ever done. It, uh, right, so it like, was. Like, and that's why it, it's not There was no value for the money. At all. It was a fantastic experience. The value for the money was low. But the value, see, and that's the thing. Value is such a debatable thing. Subjective. It yeah, is. It's totally, it's totally but, subjective. But I think, but we can all recognize when we're not getting, Disney's not giving us the value for the money that they used to. If people no, walk you're away, right, nobody is. here's the, the, the thing that is true for all of this, for all of these theme park, uh, or any travel for that matter. If people go and have the best time they've ever had in their lives, what they spent is irrelevant. Agreed. But you have to deliver an experience. Bingo. 
that is unlike anything they've ever done in their lives. And that's why, that, and that's why everyone who went, and so everyone that went loved it. And people are like, they're like, yeah, it was a ton of money, but my kids. But it was great. Like the memories we made here doesn't matter. Exactly. And that's always the Disney thing is it's like we spent a ton of money. But but like I'll, we'll never forget this, and that's when people are fine with it. When people began to be not fine with the amount of money, when people started wearing the most expensive day ever shirts, those came about when the experience got bad because people are like, yeah, I spent all this money and I was miserable. Yeah, right. If I spent all this money and had a great time and and loved it, I'm not wearing a most expensive day ever T-shirt. Yeah, those don't exist at that point. Yeah, and that's how everybody should feel about anything they spend money on. Yeah. A, con a concert Absolutely. or whatever, whatever you're doing. But yes. when people will pay, there's no reason to deliver a, a product that that is at that level, right? If people are going to pay anyway, why bother? But then in the case of Star Cruiser, you delivered that product and it was too expensive, so no one got to pay it anyway. But here's a, here's a weird thing, right? So I guarantee you there are people out in the world who spent more money on Taylor Swift tickets than, yeah. they, than a Star yeah. Cruiser trip would be. A three-hour long concert. And I guarantee you those people are not saying, I didn't, I regret having spent that much. And that's why they thought they could price it at $6,000 because what people pay for experiences but they didn't understand that, like, there's, I, I think there's a limited the theme park realm, there's, a, there's an expectation of, of price. And even the there's other an expectation of price, but there's also a limited demographic that could even the marketing choose also, to spend that money. The marketing was trash. It was. Girls yep. who like, you mo did most nothing. young ladies who like Taylor Swift can't afford $1,500 Taylor Swift tickets either, yeah. and yet they somehow did. The but way that survey was phrased made it sound like a hotel. And from the moment we posted that story, they had a moniker on that thing that they could not shake, which was hotel. The Star Wars hotel. It wasn't a hotel. Just because it had a place for you to sleep didn't make it a hotel, right? A cruise ship is not a hotel. It's a cruise ship. Yeah, it has a room you sleep in. No one calls it a hotel on the water. It's not what it is. It's a place where you can do all this stuff, and it just so happens the place where you do all this stuff has a place for you to sleep. But if it was 6000 for a week versus two days, you'd see something different, too. And all the other experiences, like we say, take a Taylor Swift concert. You can't live the, in the that con for a The week. concert's only there yeah. in your town for a night or two yeah. or three. That's it. Yeah. The Star Cruiser, theoretically, was there. You could yeah. book it whenever. Yeah. I think, I think but that's I will tell you, too. you couldn't do a week on Star Cruiser. No, 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 I, mean, I agree with you. Mentally exhausted. No, no, I would well, want. I would no, want unless to. there was a lot of downtime built in. But it would have made. I it still think it'd be too much. I think it's too much. But I think but you'd it's, be it, it's just it, the whole thing's too expensive. Or I maybe think, if you had it where that's your hotel for a week, and maybe only some days are interacting with characters right. or doing special yes. things. Then the but other then days that's and, where I go back to build a Star Wars just hotel. Build, build a Star Wars hotel. Star Wars yeah. hotel. Yeah. There should be a yeah. Star Wars hotel. It, it should exist, and I think, I think what Disney you will hopefully do that because I think that would be that's yeah. a no-brainer. Yeah, like and just bring in a little entertainment now and then, like you have the characters have a show up. Show. And, like you bring a bus around with characters yeah. that come to the resorts. Yeah. Have some char Star Wars, Wars character bus. Yeah, yeah. We can just get yeah. the, the box Luke truck. Luke Skywalker in the back of a van pops box out. Truck. We, we've already got the box truck. We're using the box, the box truck. truck. But I, yeah. I, I think the other By thing. By the way, I buy a box truck. You want to sell one? I'd be happy the, to have The one. other thing <laughs> that, Rob, you mentioned that I think is very relevant, and this was for the people that knew it wasn't just a hotel, Yeah. right? They looked at it and they compared it to a Disney cruise. And why it costs 
the same for two nights at the Star Wars Hotel as a four or five or six or seven night Disney cruise yeah. didn't compute with people. It honestly doesn't compute with me either. Yeah. The, the amount of entertainment, food, and, and things that are available on a cruise ship far outweigh the amount that's available in the Star Cruiser. Yeah. And so that's the most valid reason why people said, I'm not spending $6,000 on that, no matter how great it is, is because they look at a comparable vacation, not even in the parks, but just on a cruise ship, and say, well, I could get, I could get a show every night, I could get all these meals every day, I could get unlimited food, I could get all kinds of activities, yeah. I could do excursions onto islands during the day, yeah. and it costs a third of what Star Cruiser costs yeah. for the for the same number of days, and it didn't make sense why the the price ended up being that way. And I think that was, you know, that was the that was the comparison that people made. Sure, the marketing saying it was a hotel was bad, yeah. but even the people that knew it wasn't a hotel couldn't understand how the price point ended up where it was. Yeah. Uh, someone commented, uh, Dina wrote, food on the cruise ships looks a lot better than the food on the Star That's so not true. No, they're both garbage. They're both, they're garbage. both pretty bad. <laughs> That's true. Disney Cruise Line true. food is vile. It is terrible. And I can't, yeah. like, people for years went on and on about the food on Disney Cruise Line. Oh, the problem I, is... Other than Remy and, and if you, uh, If you pay to upgrade. Yeah, the those problem are fantastic. Is, no, honestly, the problem is you waited 10 years too long to go on a Disney did, Cruise. Did they yeah. ruin it? In 2005, it was great. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's In 2005, it was great. Wish got worse. The rotational dining was all worse. Way back. So, so uh, this now that we're talking about cruises, no, we, we, we need to end. We need show. to end. I'll just I'll just tell a little anecdote. So I'm talking to my daughter Lindsay about going on a cruise. Yeah, and she says, "Let me guess, she didn't want to go." She says, "No, well, she didn't she didn't want to go, but I'm trying to ask her like what she no, doesn't like about it. Force her to go, and she doesn't want to. go. And what she said was, she said, "I would go on a cruise." But I don't want to go on a Disney cruise because the food is bad. If we go on a carnival cruise, we have Guy's Burger Joint and Shaq's Chicken Joint and all this good food, and the food on the Disney cruise is bad. You know, she that's what she said. Like here, right? wow. I, I know, but that's what she said. So your point about food on a Disney cruise Donald's is terrible now. Donald's on the wish, though. That's I ate four times. Of <laughs> I love it. It's, it's, the, yeah. it's the Satouli of the sea. Well, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the one edible, of the the one edible counter service so on the ocean is is Donald's Cantina. It's the Thule of the Sea. I love so that. So good. They have like 15 hot sauces. Oh my God, it's great. Yeah. The food's good. It's great. I, I want to live at Donald's Cantina. More sauces than your bread service? That's amazing. The yeah. You love it. What? Oh, they have like a whole salsa station. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. And the chicken and beef and everything's cooked well. You know, it's really good. There used to be a restaurant like called Baja Fresh that had a salsa yeah. station too. Oh, uh, California Tortilla had they, the wall. They of have sauces. the wall this of sauces. This is probably the point at which the show should end. We should yeah, stop. Good it. idea. Yes. When this conversation yep. is happening. Agreed. Um, I mean, I know there's more to say, but I think we're I think we're good. Well, thank you, thank you, panel. I'm sure we'll talk about Star Cruiser again. We have several weeks to. Lament its loss as I wait for cancellations to come through so I can go again. <laughs> oh, we have more super chats. Uh, JC Bob at 199, glad to have my favorite part of my week back. And they put, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, Eric Morton, 499, 1234 is the code to unlock the maximum. <laughs> you know, Eric didn't really do that. You know, he would never Eric spend 499 on a super chat. Eric has super chatted while sitting here before.
Oh, uh, Swansea Searcher, two dollars. Blank super chat. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Kevin Fraser, nine ninety nine. Y'all are the best. Thank you. That's all. Oh, thank you, Kevin. Brian Erty, five dollars. I would pay six thousand dollars to hang out at the Moss Isley Cantina. Yeah. Jobbers, Jobbers Palace, and have a speeder bike ride without a doubt. Well, the yeah. Oriental Land Company uh, has been known to build things that Disney won't. So just wait. <laughs> Maybe they'll just buy all the stuff out of Star Cruiser and build their own. I I am so certain that Park Three in Japan is going to have the Star Wars land we were supposed to get. I'm I'm so confident. It's, it should be Disney they Sky. Will, they will do it. And yeah, then space themed there. things Disney, yeah. would it's, totally fit. It's going to be there. It's going to happen. Uh, Chris Chris Lands Landsverk. Uh, 499, if this was a Star Trek hotel, the only problem they would have is not enough people to count all that money. <laughs> yeah, Star Trek, Star Trek people, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Retro Red, $10. Star Wars should have been a park. They could have done all three trilogies plus a Mandoland. I think a Mandoland is an instrument. It's <laughs> 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 just slice vegetables. Yeah. Uh, Disney should have went with making Jar Jar a Sith for the sequel. Thank you. <laughs> That's got to be like a great, great, great grandfather joke of the week. Anyway, Sam Fritz, 29. Denver takes Game One of the NBA Finals, 104 to 93. That's it. There you go. Um, so yeah, that's it. We're done. We're back next week. So soon? So soon? 11:30? <laughs> oh boy. You and your Brady Bunch shirt. <laughs> Well, that's it. <coughs> Good night, everybody. See you next week. Mama don't whoop little, little Buford. Mama don't pound on his head. Mama don't whoop little Buford. I think you should shoot him instead. Buford, mama, you'll just be a wreck. Buford's been studying judo, and he'll break your scrawny old. Did you know this song had more verses? I, I found that out. They just do the first one on the thing.